connecting to the cloud. We're recording to the cloud. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast. This is the behind the scenes. We are 10 minutes until the main, the main, uh, the main, the main thing, right? JP's pole porn something. We have JP in the house and Linda, and uh, that's it. Uh, hopefully, Shane and everybody else will get here, but uh, it's five, it, it's 10 till. So, <laughs> kind of, so I was just saying, I'm shaking. What is that, JP? Sprite? Sprite zero? Sprite not zero? Good for what ails you. you know, that's a good idea. Let me go and grab a uh, drink. Hold on, I'll be right back. You guys can talk. Linda, I overheard something about your pastor. He passed away, I think. About what? Your, you said your pastor passed away. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah. I hope you guys don't ever think that me not participating in the chat is anything other than I'm. I just can't keep up with the chat during the day. Like it moves so fast, and I'm. Oh no! I know you're working. Yeah. It's all good. I know you're there, or whatever. You know, it's yeah. yeah. I just get on there, and you know, that's with Kevin, whatever, and we kind of go back and forth, hang out. It's all good. Yeah. I need to figure out how you guys do these, uh, what do you call them, memes? Do the what? The little what pictures. Don't know what you're all were saying. I'm back, so I'll have to wait until this thing uh, goes out on paratalk.org to hear what you all were saying. Hope you didn't say anything bad about me. We were talking about you the whole time. Yeah. I'm so sure. went away, we started talking. Man. I'm sure you didn't. <laughs> like, uh, it's amazing when you get up, you know, after sitting down for a while, you get up, you're like, oh, man, I guess I need to go to the loo. Didn't even realize it. Your, your, little dog, your little dog gets that stuff by his eyes, too, like my dog does. Mm -hmm. I, I call him, everybody has weird names for stuff, you know. I call him Bookie. <laughs> eye boogers, yeah. And, yeah I so I have, like, baby wipes that I use. Yeah, wipe his eyes. Little eye boogers. Yeah. So it's gross. Yeah, he always gets that stuff in his eyes. Yeah, my dogs just recently got that. Um, they haven't had that in a while, but I don't know why, but I guess dogs have allergies too. Maybe it's yeah, an allergy little, thing. Little ones are more susceptible to it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. My, my, my chunk, see, he's got that long hair and everything, like JP's dog, and he gets the, yeah, gets the, if you all are listening to this on a podcast, you really need to run over to ClearProptv.com and uh, and check it out. Right? Um, because JP had his little dog licking his mouth and it was really gross. <laughs> hey, it's adorable. Hey. Hey. Is audio working? Hey, Bale. Hey, Brian. Hey, is your audio working now, Brian? Well, I, I just asked y'all, can you hear me? Yep. What? Oh my goodness, that's so funny. I got I got a thumbs up from JP, man. Can you hear me, Sean? Oh, what? Man, clear. Did you say something? No, I can hear you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, I was just editing before, at about 6.30, my alarms went off to get on here, and I'm like, oh no, because I was just editing a video of me doing a hay bale slalom, and I was talking about my best friend, Brian Haybale Waller. And, uh, I know that guy. 
I know, right? Every time that I do the hay bale slam, I, I think of you. So, you know. <laughs> so I was just editing well, that up, but I didn't get it finished to upload before this thing started. So I can't I can't show you. Oh, you know what? <gasps> Tommy made it. Oh, my God. We're all here for you. Oh, my God. No, we'll just, we'll, 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 you know, whatever, we will wing it, you know. We will wing it. Like, we, I can't believe we got yeah, I mean, Oh, you know, oh, let me share my screen so I can show Brian my hay bale desktop. <laughs> What's up, guys? Tommy. What's up, Tommy? What's going on? Sorry I'm late. Uh, You're not late, man. You're, you're just on time. Late to never. Zoom allow. Wait a minute. Will that be able to wait? I don't know. I, I don't. Maybe I can't share it. What do you? Oh, he's trying to find the video. Share. Ah. There it is. Would like oh. to. Wait. Okay. Is Oops. it there? No. Like what are we sharing wait. here? Yeah, oh, we got your screen. Um, okay. Whoa! Hold on. That's too loud. Oh, that's too loud. I have no idea what all that's about. I need to turn that down. Are, are you using a Adobe Premiere there? Uh, I, how do I turn off that music when I scrub? Looks like Final Cut Pro. Yeah. Oh, well, anyways. Hey, man. How do you hate. get the Pierre hat? <laughs> you have to be muy muy. <laughs> what the hell? Wait, that's cool. awesome. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I like it. All right. Well, I guess I guess I need a few more French on the uh -huh. ship. Oh, oh no. Like, now we got Zorro. <laughs> That's freaking hilarious. Her, you make me. PPG, Zorro, Grandpa. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. So y'all guys been playing around with uh, some extra features, I see. I know. Pretty matey. Ah, there you go. He's ready for Christmas. All right. I'm a bunny rabbit. I'm a unicorn. It's always like something you would see on Snapchat. I know. And what what is that? What link is that again? I wrote oh, it's it just, It's just the uh, it's just the new. Oh, I like the TV one. It's just the... clear prop TV. <laughs> there you go. It's just it's just like the it. it's the new things that you can do uh, when you upgrade. Oh, cool! <laughs> when you upgrade to the new uh, Zoom. Already have to upgrade again, or update to the newest Zoom. I think it is. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought I upgraded last month. Well, well I, I can change my virtual background. Check that out. You are just awesome. I'm gosh, you got double rainbows. Double rainbows. <laughs> what yeah. does it mean? What does it mean? Did you guys I like see lost, the, uh, I'm so lost in all this. The, we'll, uh, we'll go with that one for tonight. Um, I, do, I do like this. This is from a runway at Aviator. Nice. That is pretty sweet. Yeah, let me get out of the way so you can see it. That's pretty good. That's Very nice. Have you guys seen uh, David Wolf has a video? It's like a, a recap of the Dave Purden plan. And his beginning of the video, he's talking about how he sees this. He's comes across this bald eagle. And his reaction to the bald eagle is legit like the double rainbow thing. 
Like he, he had just completely that. flabbergasted by this bald eagle. He goes on and on and on about this bald eagle, probably for like 20 minutes in real life. But he edits it down <laughs> about eight minutes. Eight minutes worth of the video. He's going on and on about this bald eagle. Hey, before we go live, y'all want to see something? No, I hope it's not your butt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's his yeah. butt. You guys, so now you got your halo. To get on the on the show, you know, Mitchell. So, Mitchell Briggs is waiting. He wants. Okay, to so today we're waiting for David Wolf. Um, he is at an appointment, so we got to do. We got to talk about stuff until he gets here. Yeah. So, Tommy, are you available to talk about stuff? Talk stuff. I can talk about stuff. What kind of stuff are we talking about? We're gonna be talking about stuff and things. Good and stuff. Junk. All right, let's go ahead and go live on YouTube. <clears throat> Let me log into my account. Are you this sure? Episode you 34, are right? What's that? Episode 34. Oh my God, is it 34 already? It Big is. 34. Wow. E34. Yeah. We, Look at um, for like superstar. Put my son Fair back. Motor Podcast with David Wolfie. He's a Wolfie. Episode 34 already. Unbelievable. I cannot believe that we are episode 34. Is that I think I was like episode 26 or something. It's it's amazing how quickly time flies. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. And your halos get me, dude. I can't, I can't take you serious. Who, who, who has the halo? You have you the halo. Oh, did I forget to turn the halo off? No, I'm an angel. If you all, oh, gosh. I, I am an angel. I like, the, I like the TV one. You like That's the TV favorite. one? So <laughs> apparently, that be, that um, be your little logo thing. Sir Pop TV. I'm, I'm, Maybe, maybe that's right. what it needs to be. Maybe uh, maybe we need to have uh, this as the Halo group or something like that. Oh, no. No? It's like we're live. We on are live. Th- on the first one, a thumbs up. All right. Well, we have, what, four people here? We Five people here? We better oh, have good. at least five thumbs up. 
That's it. About five thumbs up. All right. I think we are ready to rock and roll, guys. Are we not? Let's do it. With, I do have a halo. Ooh, I can feel it. It's like, oh, hey, it's really there. I can feel it. <laughs> Hey, hello everyone. My name is Sean Simons, PPG Grandpa. We got a really interesting uh, show for you tonight. As who said that? Tommy said it. We have we're on episode thirty-four. Oh my goodness, how time flies! Um, of course, as always, we have Linda Anderson, our cheerleader. Where's your cheerleader stuff? Oh, oh, oh! Got yeah, cheer, right here. Cheer, Already. Cheer, cheer, cheer. Oh, yeah. There we go. See, she is truly our cheerleader. And we have to have a technical guy. So our technical guy is JP. Welcome, JP. Our our technical guy. We need to have um, the the Brian Haybill Waller. What what are you? What what is Brian Haybill Waller? We got the the cheerleader. We got the tech guy. What, What is the Brian? Um, that's, you know, it's, it's a specific technique that you do when you're going around bells of hay. Um, when you use your left foot to kick off of it, it's called the, the Waller technique. Yeah. <laughs> your your foot wall. has to hang completely sideways for it to work. Um, I'm not going to so do it funny. again. It wasn't not any fun. Not everybody can do that. Not everybody yeah. can do that. Not everybody can do that. We try, but we can't. It's one of those uh, maneuvers that you have to try once in your life. Yeah. Mm. No, you, you can just watch my video and not do it yourself. It's all good. <laughs> so, 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 hey, Bill Waller, um, show us your foot that does not have any A boot. Bootless yeah, foot. Yeah, bootless foot. You see your bootless foot. All right. The bootless foot. Nice foot. I see some wow. skin. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. Congratulations. Uh, We're so happy that boot. you are out of the boot. Out of the boot. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I put about? my motor on my back and I ran it yesterday and it felt awesome. So, uh, get up in the area? 70 pounds on my back. Now, I haven't tried to uh, actually do a, a forward inflation or anything, but yeah. it's Bottom coming, man. I might wait for a little uh, laminar day, like Uh-oh. a nice eight mile an hour wind where you don't have to really run, you know, and put any pressure on that leg and really oh, yeah. like a two step oh, takeoff for the day. Brent's coming in. I see Brent. We got Brent. All right. Yeah. So, All right. All right. So let's go ahead and let's continue. Not forget about to, me. To, to, Tom, Tommy Mosley. Um, he just went blank. I don't know why he went blank, but we got Tommy Mo- Mosley. There he is. Tommy, I'm here. He, he is our he's our resident oh, yeah. um, PG hey. and PPG guy. So he's more of a PG guy, yeah. and uh, we got never trust a skinny chef Shane. He's more of a triple X guy. So watch out. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Keep your clothes on, Shane. Come on. <laughs> oh, Shane's here. <laughs> Don't get me started. Shane's in the house. <laughs> and, and Brent, tell us about yourself, Mister Brent. Maybe he's trying Brent? to get his sound going. Is Brent's audio on? Brent. Looks like he's looking at it. Hey, Brent, everybody's Brent. talking about you, Brent. Brent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got no audio. Or no Uh-oh. Video. Uh-oh, no audio. All right, so today is going to be a very interesting day, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you very much for joining us. If you are here at 
clearproptv.com. It went to my Sean Simons YouTube channel. Make sure you give us a thumbs up. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people in the show. There should be at least seven up. Hey, seven up. That's pretty cool. Who's on their phone that that can uh, talk Brent through how to turn on his audio? I'm on my phone. You know, it's a bottom button on the bottom left that you have to connect your audio or something. Oh, oh. Oh. It, did, it didn't look like he was muted. No, he kept pointing at his ear like he was asking for help. No, he was probably hearing you saying he's irritated. Oh, well, that's <laughs> No, he's, he's not. How's it going, Shane? Man, you doing okay, buddy? No, today's been a crappy day. Real crappy. What? It's going to get better. You'll be able to fly in in a week. Well, my wife had surgery this morning at, we had to get up at 4.15, I think it was. And the night before, we didn't really get much sleep, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my man. Oh, not the good, not, not, not the good uh, <clears throat> staying awake. Um, oh, oh. So this is not the triple X. Oh. No, this was. Um, it's like the single oh, X. This, this was the new, that storm coming through and the dogs while we were camping decided they just didn't want to do like lay down and go to sleep. They just wanted to walk around the camper all night long. Mm. And uh, yeah, it was horrible. Sorry to hear they that. They were nervous, huh? I don't know what they were. They were annoying, I can tell you that. <laughs> well, did did uh, surgery go okay? Um, are you still alive? Oh, oh. <laughs> no answer. We're, we'll see you later. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, sure <laughs> Yeah. No, she, this is her fourth surgery. She had, um, she got burned like two years ago um, while we were camping. She stepped on a rock and then sat on top of the fire grate after it'd been, after it'd been running for a couple hours. And uh, yeah, she um, had a couple skin grafts and then she's got some tissue damage, whatever. So we're, we're, hopefully this last surgery is the one that finished it all. So. We should be good. She dropped good. it like it was hot, though. I mean, it was cool. <laughs> 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 Nicely done. That's horrible. You're so bad. That's horrible. She said, so awesome. She said it was easier to, to uh, burn fat that way than it was to actually go to the gym. So. <laughs> I never thought of it that way, but. That's why I've been failing this whole time. <laughs> she just She's got to sit on a drink. She wants to win at tic-tac-toe. Yeah. Shane, right, I'm looking guys. forward to seeing it at the fly-in, man, um, this week and meeting you so, in the face. Are you going uh, – are you be up there Saturday or when are you going to be? The 20, That's 26th is the afternoon we're going to be there. Are you not camping for a week up there for it or – No, no. So it starts the 28th. We'll be the 26th. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I was planning on getting there probably closer to the 28th. Um, making a stop or two at that weekend on the way there. Um, basically plan on hanging out for the whole week at the fly-in. Yeah. We, we're not leaving until Sunday morning after after we get done flying, the following Sunday. Yeah. I got I got a few folks that are planning on meeting me there, um, a fellow named Brooke that I met, and then also my, my wingman, uh, Kevin, that he's planning on coming. So should be should be fun, no doubt. What about – so you're not – I don't know – I'm trying to save a couple campsites. I'm going to – I have a buddy of mine bringing his uh, pair – what do you call it, pair camper, utility yeah. trailer. 
He's got that, and then uh, I don't know what you got. Um, if you're you bringing your whole rig, yeah, yeah, I'm planning on it, man. If if I can't get a spot, if they don't have a spot for me to park in the grass somewhere, then then I'll find a campground or somewhere close by. Oh, there's but, gonna be uh, plenty of camp or campsites. It's just I'm just yeah, trying I, to. I, I just need a primitive spot. But yeah, I'm bringing a uh, basically a 22 foot travel trailer in my truck. Which which flying are we talking about? North Carolina. Uh, oh. Find if you got it. Gotcha. <clears throat> I might actually be at the um, that uh, endless uh, Fredonless. Yeah, the Fredonia is that Fredonless. Endless. Lost is Fredonia. It's Fredonless. Don't, don't don't laugh at me. I'm I'm just a kid. So yeah, um, because we might be able to go up there on the 26th and 27th. I don't know yet. I can. Can you, can you hear me all right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We got you. All right. So, hey, do I have audio this time? Yeah. There you go. Hey, Brent. Hey, what's up? There oh, we go. You just didn't want to talk to us. I rebooted the phone. So, we're working now. Awesome. Yeah, I told you he was pointing at us, pointing at his ear, right? Right? Oh. Oh. What happened to your hand? Oh. Is this the. Wait, is this. Yeah, the guy with the, the, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, JP, way to be prepared for the show. Good I job. I was just telling Linda that <laughs> job, I, I physically cannot keep up with the chat during the day, guys. I apologize. I try so hard, but our chat moves so fast. I can't. I can't do it. Like, I caught. <laughs> so, sometimes, sometimes I check it. It's like you get a hundred messages. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, and then yeah. by the time I'm trying to read a couple to keep up, and then all of a sudden I have 150 messages, and it's like, yeah. Why even try? Why so, even try? You guys well, with your memes and stuff all over the place. I can't. <laughs> well, well, apparently Brent is kind of famous. He said that, you know, in just a couple of days, he had almost 50 people wanting to friend him. Call that Paramotor crazy in the house. And we got oh, Pete Craze. Pete Craze. Cray Cray. We got hey, Pete Craze in the house. Man, we, we got a full house, and I was really worried that, that uh, no one was going to be here because we were just sitting here for about a half an hour, just Linda and I, and JP popped in, and we're like, oh, my goodness, we're almost ready to go live. And I apologize. I, I had some family stuff I had to take care of. So Don't let it happen again. Family <laughs> first, too. No excuses. I just told Kevin no excuses. He needs to join us from the air. So oh, yeah, Kevin. We'll see if he, uh, now? he does. Uh, what the heck? David, guess... you just got off work or what? I did. I just left the customer's house. It's been a crazy day because I was dog sick in bed all day yesterday. Oh, no. I was, and I didn't want to go to work today, so I didn't have to do a morning appointment, but they needed me for a two o'clock and a six o'clock an appointment and they were both turned out to be very large sales which i'm very happy about <coughs> but i'm still very sick thank right. goodness i had to wear a mask because they didn't see all the boogers dripping out of my nose the entire so um i will have to stop and get some fuel because i was also five minutes late to this appointment so i'm almost out of gas so well, it'd you... be really cool live video if i if i ran out of gas on the show wouldn't it right. yeah. so, <laughs> so you realize that the people that you went to um they they watch our show so <laughs> they know what's going on now. So you mentioned everybody big... watches this show, right? We have Everyone's a we have a, a pretty, I mean, for for being such a very new show, we have a pretty good amount of people watching us. I'm very surprised and very happy, and 
I definitely appreciate everyone. Um, real quick, uh, we do have Brent in the house. Uh, don't know if you all know or not, but um, he's a pretty popular guy. Uh, if you do not know his story, I guess we can let him tell the story real quick. Um, Brent, uh, welcome to the show. Um, tell us a little bit about what uh, happened to your hand. First, let me say, I can think of a lot better ways to be popular that would be a lot more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I can drink uh, to that. Anyway, yeah. my, name is, my name is Brent Ferris, and I'm a enthusiast and avid. avid Hi, guy. Brent. What's going on, guys? <laughs> so, uh, it's like I feel like it's an AA meeting or something. Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, my, name, my name is Brent. My name is Brian Waller. I, I broke. I have a compound <laughs> fracture in my leg. I'm, I'm an addict. I was lost my hand to a spinning prop. But uh, yeah, so uh, in a nutshell, um, I was training with Kylo Glee, and um, he's he's a wonderful instructor, and I hadn't fully gotten to where I was independent and in the air on my own. So I'm still a newbie um, by any means, but I wanted to show my buddy uh, my cool paramotor because everybody's always curious about it. So uh, brought him out to the garage, grabbed one side of it. It's the Renegade uh, paramotor. Grabbed one side of it and uh, started it up, fired up on the first try. No problems. Had the throttle in my other hand. You know, so for those that don't know about this, you know, obviously you guys do, but uh, it's like a brake handle for a bicycle. You pull it, and pressure makes it go throttle go up. Well, <clears throat> as the throttle went up a little bit, I had to reinforce it with my other hand that was holding the throttle, which further increased the throttle. Uh, the next thing you know, it's pushing back almost as hard as I can hold it. And uh, I realized that this was pushing against the throttle, so I let go of the throttle, and it spun around. So next thing you know, all hell's breaking loose. Oh. Exactly the point when my hand got involved and my side, but I had two chunks taken out of my side. Uh, my hand was nearly severed. Oh. So it wasn't severed, but it was nearly. I still have use of my. Uh, well, there's much light there. But there you go. But I won't show you the gnarly actual wound. That's pretty gnarly, let me tell you. But yeah. lesson learned on that. I will never ground stoke a paramotor unless it's secured or on my back. And I didn't think it would happen to me. I knew about the safety rule. Huh? And right. I did it anyway. So. Yep. That's been my fun for the last week. So when did this happen, Brent? Uh, Thursday night, a uh, week ago. week ago. So and about what, 10 days ago. Yeah. Now, you always heard on your back or on your rack. And you said that you train with Kyle, right? Yeah, I wasn't finished with the training actually. So to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You didn't cover that, that part in training yet, yeah, right? Yeah, I was still, still in training. I hadn't finished it yet. So yeah, all timing thing. But um, you, you didn't think that was gonna happen to you, but it did. And we see a lot of people, unfortunately, that you know has done the same thing <laughs> but they lose the fingers. So you're very, very lucky. Absolutely. For all the newbies out there and for all the people that started on the ground, um, what kind of advice would you give them right now? Uh, you don't know as much as you think you know about how this thing can move. 
Uh, the torquing is really what got me. Um, it, it doesn't matter. The point is that there's safety rules for a reason. And as long as you follow safety protocols, it's a very safe sport. Um, and they're there for a reason. So, yep. Well, we appreciate you telling your story. Um, oh. I know that it's a, it, it can be very embarrassing. Um, but we appreciate you coming on. And this is definitely not a, you know, laugh at people. This is, no. this no. is a, this is a show to help, you know, mostly new people getting into the sport and people that, you know, want to get in the sport and they hear about people chopping off their hands, you know, or, or getting cut or getting hurt. Um, we want to let everybody know out there that this is a very safe sport. You must follow rules. And if you think that it might not happen to you, um, think again. Brent has thought the same thing, but yeah. we're really glad that you're okay, man. Yeah. Well, JP, I just you... uh, it wasn't worth the cool helicopter ride to the hospital. I mean, it was fun, but it definitely was not worth it. So, you got to yeah. ride a chopper. <laughs> Well, I, I, yeah, they, 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 yeah, they care fly to me, uh, medevac me uh, 30 miles away to where they had the trauma unit that could handle my, my situation. Yeah. And this guy is so awesome. He tried to, he filmed his medevac. I did. I did. But hey. I'll be rather fair, with you, man. <laughs> to be fair, though, they had just pumped me with a bunch of um, ketamine and uh, I don't even remember the drugs they were giving me, but I was, I was feeling pretty good at that point. So. Nice. Now, were, you, were your injuries were they limited to your hand or did i hear the, oh, the prop no, it's got my hand and then uh somehow and i don't even know how um two swipes of the blade hit my side like right where you have your love handles on your rear side and uh, they actually had those into what are you talking about? I, don't, I don't have love handles <laughs> <laughs> i definitely have love handles they're more like love right doesn't anymore either well, apparently <laughs> chopped them right off yeah, <laughs> that's not a good way of losing weight. That's not. A so, good did you have to have any stitches on your love handles? Yeah, so there's two little uh, chunks taken out of there. It's pretty gnarly. Oh, Ooh. dude! So Ooh. But they made it into one big circle. Took some skin from my leg, and actually applied it to that wound. So, so now you only have one love handle. <laughs> yeah, I have love handle. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, hey, you're halfway there, brother. That's it, man. That's it. Yeah. But I got so, the use of my fingers. Thank the Lord for that. And, you know, I, yeah. I'm i going to probably make a almost full recovery. But it's not always going to be that way, and it usually isn't. So, yeah. Well, we're glad that you are okay. We're glad that you filmed everything. And uh, even even the, 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 the fun little video of you getting into the, the chopper. I mean, that was very scary. I mean, I, I know that it was funny to look back on, but at the time of watching, it was really scary. Um, but uh, we appreciate you coming on the show and, and talking about it. Does anybody have any questions about about him and his recovery? I know JP does. Brian does. Do. Okay, JP. From, from the point where the, the engine first fired over, how much time would you say you had when it was completely in control to completely out of control, you know, there's nothing you can do. You're trying to, you know. Um, so I started the engine. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. So I started the engine. Um, it's kind of showing off, watching the leaves blow, you know, look how powerful that, that thrust is. Um, holding it just fine and um, decided to give it a little bit more gas. And that's when I had to grab it with the other hand that pushed on the throttle and just, Literally, probably less than two seconds 
seemed like 30 seconds in your brain. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And I didn't even know I was injured. You know, it was just after the whole thing fell down and everything went down and uh, the prop hit, I think it hit my car that was next to it, my mom's car. It broke the window out and that killed the engine. So I was lucky for that because I had dropped the throttle at some point, but yeah. How about a damage report on uh, the motor? Um, from what I can tell, the only thing that was damaged was the actual prop. It's a Helix prop, so yeah. Cool. Those Helixes are tough too. Yeah. They don't explode like a, an E-prop. They'll legit like hack your whole mm -hmm. hand off. For real. So were you by yourself when it happened? No, nope. he was shut off. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was with my um, my buddy showing him uh, showing him the thermal. You know, I mean, these thermotors are cool things, and I like to yeah. show them. Off and see everybody does. Nobody's knocking you for that, but, man. Well, Nobody. Fine, man. Yeah, but I, and I had I a rack. I could have easily just put it on my rack that goes onto my trailer hitch. If I had just done that, everything would have been fine. But you know. So did you try to crank it on your back first, and then you couldn't crank it, and then you tried to ground start it, or, or what? Well, it sounds—it no. sounds no, like I, he got it running. He was just trying to blow some leaves around and showing you were spinning it up for your buddy, right? Just giving it some sure. revs, and it just sure. accelerated a little bit too much. Yeah, I didn't have the harness attached to it at the time, so my choices were: get the trailer hitch out, put it on the trailer hitch, lock it down. You know, take five minutes doing that, which I should have done, and that's the way it should have been. But and I didn't do that. I just. I can hold it, you know. So, yeah, cold choice. It's uh, crazy how much power these things really produce. It, you it really don't realize it. Most are one eighty five on that thing. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, a lot yeah. of thrust there. Yeah, it gets me. In the air. So. It's it's it gets me in the air, so it's got a lot of thrust. <laughs> yeah. That's me too. See, I'm not a small guy, so. <laughs> I'm on a mountain wing with a monster 185, so my climb rate is ridiculous. Well, you you don't weigh that much. How much do you weigh? I'm at 165. Okay, I weighed I'm that at, in high school. I mean, that's <laughs> great. Year. Okay, I, I'm, I weigh 265, and my climb rate is about 12 feet a second when I'm flying. That's what. Yeah, I, but our descent. Hey, Sean, but our descent rate is a lot faster. But what? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're flying faster wings too. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I did, I did want to say one more thing, and I'll let you guys go. Okay. Um, everybody, you know, is unique, and they have their own decisions to make. Um, it didn't scare me away from paramotors. It didn't make me not like or enjoy paramotors, but it did make me realize that. I don't have the self-control to make sound safety decisions, and I've decided to give up the sport. No. Oh, no. I've got You're kids. I've got family. I mean, it's my own fault. I'm the one that was responsible. I should have made a good choice. I didn't. And that's typical of me. It's the same reason I got rid of my crotch rocket. So. Yeah. yeah. I, I got rid of my crotch rocket so I could paramotor. I don't know. What <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't make much sense. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> All I want to say is think about it, man. It's, it, the sport is as safe as you make it. And uh, Yeah, but if he knows it him, him, himself, he, he knows his decisions and stuff, that might be, you know, you didn't I, I can have one all, goal. I can have all the good well intentions in the world, and then ADD kicks in, and then it's like, I want to be fine. 
and then you can do the finger. Keep yourself so, safe, man. Yeah. Appreciate exactly. yeah, you guys having me on. Do what you gotta part do to stay safe. So. Yeah, Definitely. part of part of me wants to be like everyone else and try to talk you back into it, and the other part wants to be like JP and and go. You know you better than anybody else, and yeah, exactly. You know that you you know you make bad decisions on a on a regular. <laughs> maybe, maybe what your decision is correct. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know I had a cross rocket at a Harley at the same time, and when I got on a Harley, I was a laid back, responsible driver. And when I got on the thousand cc sport bike, I was get her gone, you know. Popping willies at 100 miles an hour. Yeah, that's that's second gear. I know that's exactly. second gear. That's, that is second gear. <laughs> it's no big deal. Yeah, first gear goes to 90, so you know, on a 1,000, that's that's a big. My bike. mom was glad I sold the sport bike. I put it that way. <laughs> I was one of those idiots that you see going on the highway when you're going 70 miles an hour, and I'd be kneeling on the seat riding a wheelie. Yeah, never had an accident, but I I knew that I would if I didn't just get rid of it. Because it was too much fun, too much adrenaline, and I knew I couldn't not do it. So the answer was to sell it. So anybody wants a paramotor, they got one for sale. <laughs> well, I I, uh, I have to respect you. your decision, man. You know, you gotta yeah. you gotta look out for yourself first, for sure. However, we would like for you to be on this panel in the future. So every Monday. Yeah. At uh, seven o'clock, please come on this panel. We definitely need someone, you know, um, that that has that this has happened. So if somebody jumps on the show, it's like, no, I'm just gonna, I'll do it on the ground. It's no big deal. I, I can handle it. We need you to say, look, dude, I thought the same thing. Um, yeah. So real quick, be, real quick before you go, um, tell us step by step what happened um, as you were doing it in slow motion, like. You pulled it, you revved it, what happened? Yeah, pulled it, everything was under control for a good minute or so, just having fun with it. You know, I had my foot against the right side, so if it torqued a little bit, it, you know, my foot would keep it from doing that. But the thrust and the torque combined, after about a minute of playing around with it, with just the right amount of thrust, caused it to kick back a little bit. So that's when my right hand went to support it, which is what they had the throttle in it, pushing my hand in and, oh. Yeah, I get PTSD a little bit thinking about it. To be honest with you, <laughs> no, my my question for you, Brett, is: Have you have you flown yet? Uh, not officially. No, I mean I I have, but but not as far as no, not not Have you flown a paramotor yet? No. Well. Yeah. Don't if you're if you've got hesitations, don't because you will end up being really confused on what to do with yourself. Because <laughs> once you fly, there. there's nothing there's nothing like it. I'm telling you, there's no, nothing like it. I I'm aware. I mean, I've flown airplanes um, and other things. I I just have not flown a paramotor, and I'm not saying I won't pick this up in the future. But as for now, I think I'm just making a sound choice for my for my child and family. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's a I, so, I, I didn't so you, know that you didn't fly yet. I I didn't know that you were still. Oh a student. yeah, no, not not in the air. Gotcha. So you get a Monster One Eighty Five. What frame is it on? On a Renegade frame. You can see okay. on Pilot Glee's page on YouTube. Uh, he flew my my paramotor. Did a test flight. Um, 
place. It's the title. It says on this on this flash screen, uh, he'll fly anything. So if you want to watch that. Yeah, I saw that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. Man. Oh. That's okay. Oh. Right. I know. I don't. I don't know where to go from here. I. I just. I. I yeah. I know you want to talk me back into it because I, I've been doing the same thing internally in my head. No, the dialogue. No. I don't. I don't want to talk you. I don't want to talk you back into it. But part of me does want to talk you back into it. <laughs> right. I, I just. Well, Brent, I, I, I see your hand, man, and you're moving it pretty well. And you, you just did this yep. one week ago, so yep. you've had at least one surgery, and, and it looks like it's in pretty good shape. Do you want to see it? Is that possible? No, I don't mean take the bandage off. I mean, it's only been a week and you can move it good, right? Is it a bandage or is it one of those ace wraps? No, it's just an ace wrap. Yeah. I mean, I'll shoot. I don't know if you want your viewers to see this or not, though. All right. You want to? It's up to you. Sure. Your discretion is advised. (laughs) Yes. There you go. No, children, look away. It's Strip and and Linda. Can I get some uh, stripper music, please? No, I was just kidding. Uh, no. I give him a drum beat. Oh, oh. Oh. Oh, oh, I can't see it. Oh, no, hold on. I'm, try- I'm trying to keep it in the gallery mode so we don't really see it right. a lot. <laughs> no, it, it looks gnarly. But, okay. That's mostly oh, God. Yeah, oh I gotta, I gotta, God. I gotta hand it to you. That's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I worked hard on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I mean, it, you got, you got some therapy in your future for sure. But I mean, yeah. Yeah. getting to keep your hand and it be looks like it really it hit on the what do you call it the, the meat the heel yeah. of your hand, which is probably good because like yeah. Oh. I mean, looking at it, I wouldn't Whoa. think you would be able to wiggle your fingers as good as you can. You know? no, that's what I was thinking. No. No. Oh, I'm not trying to gush you all out. <laughs> we're, just, no. we're just going to keep going. Uh, reaction over and over. If He's got the best reaction. I'm not going to start a term on her, you know, without it being locked down. That, that makes it worthwhile. So, yeah. Uh, now, Brett, well, you like know, it's just a lesson out. to be – that we can all learn from is don't ground yeah. start ever for any reason. Yeah. I mean, dude, I'm not going to name any names, but I went to a really good school and they totally teach you not to ground start. I was yeah. in class and, and I was taught that hundred percent. While in class, they announced that a former student just ground started and cut part of his hand off. And, and then I you see, know. I think I Another the former student that that uh, is a really famous guy, and he grounds and starts his, and he knows better, you know. So so people, I think people are taught that you don't do it, but they kind of get lazy and occasionally decide, okay, I'll I'll do it this time, you know. That's that intermediate itis. That's that intermediate itis. Uh, I, I don't think it's that. I think it's complacency. It's convenient. I think a lot of people get complacent in, in a lot of sports. I think they think they've done it before. They, you know, know what they're doing. Complacent. Nothing has happened. Nothing's happened so far. So, it's why is it going to happen in the future? Yeah. Right. It's, I mean, it's, it's exactly, dangerous. exactly. You know, I, I did not have a proper mount to run my motor for the last three months while my leg was broke. Um, we talked about just you know kind of tying it down halfway, you know, this this way or that, and running it. And I said, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. <clears throat> I waited till I could put the motor on my back and 
crank it and run it right. And uh, but anyway, so it's this is it's a lesson that we can all learn from for sure. And uh, Brent, uh, thank you very much for coming on the show. I, I know yeah, that you don't you. have a lot of time, and we appreciate you being on for about a half an hour. Everyone, this is uh, Brent Ferris. Uh, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for your story. Hi guys. You can Thanks stay on you, and be part. You can stay on here and be part of the panel now or in the future anytime. We appreciate, appreciate that. Yeah. Appreciate it. And now for, this. for now. It was nice talking to you. All right, y'all have a great evening. Hey, brother. Good night. Bye. And now for Whew. the second half, we get to talk with. David Wolf, Paramotor Crazy. He is so crazy, we call, he calls himself P. Cray. Yeah, What's up, P. Cray? I thought we were finally going to get to see him pump something on, on TV or on the uh, YouTube. Can't even see him pump gas, huh? No, he I did that earlier while we were doing the interview with, uh, with Brent. I know. I seen him pump uh, mud and, and water out of his wing. <laughs> so uh welcome to the show mr david wolf um uh, apparently shane is talking about something that happened recently that you became quite famous on and you were even on uh national tv what happened well um i was uh at the dave Purden flying and i was flying behind uh, chris holbert and matt green and uh, a bunch of guys from uh, the Predator Paramotor Group was flying together. So I uh, dropped down behind Matt in the river, and I was uh, foot dragging the river behind him. And uh, they, were, they were probably about, I don't know, at least 100 yards ahead of me. And uh, Chris joined Matt. So I was getting a really great shot of them. And their uh, weight turbulence kind of pushed my glider down and pushed my foot and leg into the water. And I kind of went straight down into the water. And uh, the miraculous thing was, so I, I got out of the water. It was only up to about, I don't know, somewhere between my knee and my hip. And uh, so I was able to stand up. Uh, in fact, I only went over underneath with my head for a second, but my, um, my flotation was on my cage, so they never even deployed, which was great. <coughs> that would really suck being the first time I used my, my flotation and if they were to have to go off. So I um, pulled my glider out of the water and then, Chris and some of the other guys uh, landed, and uh, we got the glider out and uh, shook off the glider from as much water as we could, and then uh, I made three attempts to launch with a wet glider in no wind conditions, and on the third attempt, I was able to get off the ground. I, I, I also, we're, we're kind of, we're watching. He went uh, flying also? What's that? Uh, so are you guys talking about Dave's fishing trip when he went flying also? And then as we were pulling out the glider from the river, there was a tiny little fish laying on top of my glider. So I was able to claim the, uh, the world's first uh, uh, paramotor pilot to catch a fish with his glider. <laughs> <laughs> Although I, I recently heard Dell did it before me and his was bigger. So I don't know. Maybe I did. Well, you weren't trained by God, so, you know. <laughs> so here, here, I think... I think you're about to see the fish come out. See. Yeah, I remember seeing that fish. Did, so did, you, I, did, you, did you keep it and, and cook it? I mean, you know, you might uh, as well. I, I tossed the little bugger back. I don't uh, think I got, a question. Uh, <laughs> I got a question for you. Did you, 
Yeah, did you have a fishing license? That's the better question. No, it, it was a catch and release river, so I just threw it back in. There we go. Okay, no big deal, Ben. Game ward be yeah. all right with that. So and then my 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 arch rival, my my largest nemesis, my extremely largest nemesis, Rick Davies. He uh, decided to send the video into uh, uh, right this yep. minute, yep. which I believe yep. the lovely Miss Linda had saw on her television screen at home. Yeah, it was. And yeah. Uh, I so I, I made uh, news coast to coast. Anthony Caragringo texted me, said he was sitting in a cigar shop in San Diego <laughs> watching me on TV. <laughs> there you uh. go. So, Dave, Dave, since you had such good sales today, are we going to see you uh, at the uh, North Carolina Vail uh, fly-in? I have made the decision I am staying home until Bad Apples. They just had a, 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 a crab apples. I know. I will be at Bad Apples sometime late May. That will be the next trip out. We got a lot of stuff going on, actually, today. we um, they, were, they had the excavator out today at my new uh, – my new lot they were breaking ground on our new house so we got we got a lot of bills ahead of us so i gotta work a lot wow. yeah i'm very excited linda it's an amazing, it's amazing. congratulations where do you it's think only... you're gonna get the windows from well <laughs> i know unfortunately they're not letting me put my own windows in they're giving me builder grade crap and charging me three times what they're really worth oh uh, it really sucks They'll be we're double nitrogen-filled gel winds. <laughs> we're very excited. It backs up to a nature preserve. And when you walk through the back uh, woods of the nature preserve, for about five minutes, it goes onto a bike trail where my wife likes to run all the time. And then right past the bike trail, there's a river. So a very large river. And we go kayaking on that same river. So we'll be able to – there's already a couple spots we found about two, three miles up the river. We'll be able to drop the kids off in some, in some you know, rafts, and they'll be able to – float on down the river and get out right at our house. So we're very excited. It's, it was, it's a dream come true. It really is. Do you have enough, do you have enough land to, you know, have your friends oh. come over and, and play some paramotor games? I really wish we did. There's, it's in a subdivision, unfortunately. Oh. No. In fact, I was even looking at the excavation today. I was thinking, man, even if we wanted to get a pool, even if we could afford a pool, I don't think there's enough room for a pool. So that's okay. Well, if it's a subdivision, just subdivide in a runway for everybody. I know, I know. <laughs> I've I've been to a couple of it's, subdivisions there's, there's, that actually had a runway right down the middle, which is yeah. really neat. Yeah, there, there's plenty of places. I mean, there's got to be at least seven, eight places within 20 minutes of my house that I can go fly out of. So it's not like I need to. I really need that. I mean, it'd be nice. But you know, it's just like any place. You get bored out of flying about out of the same place. I think so. There you go. Oh, what's that? I, I totally that a, agree. Is that a nose down spiral that I should have pulled into a twist out? I think it was. Spiral. Yeah, I should have pulled that, but that's okay. I wished out of it. I should have done it. Hey, after after flying any uh, Dave Purden uh, flying, I can tell you right now, I'm sick and tired of Florida. That's crap is flat. I know, <laughs> right? Oh. <sighs> I could every time I went up in the air, I was just like, "Oh my god, it's even better than before." How is this even better than before? It was like that every single time I went up. I was just like, "Oh my god!" You know what's funny about wish that, Shane? I was watching uh, PPG Explorers video. I was watching Bill yes. flying up where he's yeah, at. Bill. 
Yeah. He's the exact same thing. He's like, everybody's all envious of Beachline. He's like, I'll take the mountains and the terrain all day. Yeah, yeah me too. It's nice. And then in a couple of weeks here, and it's kind of really, I was bummed out that we're not getting, um, I'm not getting my, my tandem glider till at least Halloween. But uh, in the next couple of weeks, and actually it's already started, the leaves are starting to change colors and they'll be red oh, yeah. and yellow and orange. And that's yeah. absolutely gorgeous to fly over in the fall. So I was hoping to take the kids and my wife up there to see that. But. Wow. October still, you still have some leaves up there in October. Yeah. By November, it's all brown for about yeah. six months. It sucks. Yeah. But speaking of ozone, I'll make a little announcement. If I can, can I make a little plug announcement for a guest that I'm going to be having on uh, Paramotor Nation? Well, sure. You got to tell us your um, your dot com and everything. Of course, <clears throat> do do a full plug. Well, we do have a website. It's, it's ourparamotornation.com where you can find all, find all the episodes. But I did get a guest, and it's going to be now this tomorrow night. Linda can tell you who our guest is tomorrow night. She doesn't know him personally. She doesn't know. Him. So Robert Michaels tomorrow night, and it's a, it's a, it's a Tuesday night, not Wednesday. And then the following week after that, okay. it's going to be Kyle Mooney. That's going to be at the regular time on Wednesday. And if you scroll down a little bit more, at a special time on Wednesday night, October 8th, she's going to be coming in from Spain, the great world champion. Wow. What's that name right there? Amelia Plath. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. Yeah, yeah. She can't she believe did. she's flying all the way over from Spain on her paramotor just for <laughs> your uh, paramotor. Yeah, a long flight oh, on a paramotor. Is. I t I asked her. I said, "Look, the show's going to start at 3 a.m. your time." She goes, "David, if I do that, I'll be on cocaine for the next month trying to get back on my regular schedule." <laughs> I said, "Okay, <laughs> not going to do that." She so then we. I said, "Well, I guess we can't do it." And then like two days later, she she reached out to me again. She says, "What if we did it at?" six o'clock your time i can stay up till midnight and do that and just need to get to sleep after but i can't i said for you i'll do that i don't normally do that because we talked about maybe doing a recording of the show but that's not the same as doing no. it live right. <laughs> so i know that's gonna be a excuse me i'm still very sick i know it's gonna be really tough for a lot of people especially on the west coast to be tuning in so hopefully we'll get some questions sent to me ahead of time so if someone has, does have a question that they can't oh, watch the oh, show oh, who's this guy right here what what? Hey, you go back up. Go back you never up and type in my zip code for the pilot locator. What's that? Go back up to the pilot locator. Let's type in my uh, zip code. Well, guys, I hate to cut it short, but it's time for me to go rip the skies. So. Yeah, I'm glad that you were able to yeah. swing by for a minute, Kevin. I just I wasn't expecting quick little blip. If, uh, if you guys want to get training with Kevin Kafly. This is our training location, several hundred acres of wide open flat space. Come on out, 1500 bucks on my gear. You get to fly. Oh, if you want to learn more familiar. about that, go to kevincanfly.com and check out his website. Square deal, brother. I'm going to have to take you up on that. Cool, guys. You guys have a great night. Great show. Keep it up. All right, Kevin. Kevin. I always Peace keep out, it Kevin. up. All right, so Pete Cray, I got a question for you. What happens when you get a, a wing wet? How are you able to dry it and get yourself back up in the? No, I, you know what's crazy is like I think everybody thinks oh my yeah I lived for the last two years hearing my buddy say oh man I I'll give it like one of my buddies says I'll give it 15 minutes of it sitting on a wet dewy morning and then I'm done and I'm not even gonna try to launch it. Oh crap! Launch the damn thing. You can do it. So I mean really even thinking about it but you know the first you know we, we shook it out 
Okay. Well, it's still damn wet, even when you shake it out. And we tried to get all the rocks out of it. That was the first thing. We dumped it upside down to get the rocks out of it. And then we shook it out as best we could just to get some water off of it. And then I just laid it out on the, uh, I guess it was, it kind of felt sandy, but it was kind of a little bit rocky too. And the first time I went to launch, I was able to get it off the ground a little bit, but it never lifted enough to get it off the power band. And then the second time when I went to launch, it kind of just stayed behind me. And I kind of realized right there, I, I think the wind had shifted, whatever little tiny bit of wind there was. So at that point, I turned around and I just ran as hard as I freaking could into it and gunned it, you know, as fast as I could. And uh, I almost hit a couple of bushes along the way. I did, catch, I did catch a couple of tall weeds sticking up and flew all the way back to the ground with them. And uh, but uh, you can do it. And probably... My friend John Ripa said probably within three minutes of flying, that glider's probably bone dry. So even though I made a joke about doing a, a, a spin cycle at the end to drive the thing out, it was probably already dry at that point. Now, do, we, do you have to worry about your lines or anything like that, uh, being wet, then shrinking or anything like that? Would you, have, would you want to be Shrinkage has to... never been a problem in my family. Ah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Says no, the guy is 5'6". Again, <laughs> not like it was sitting there soaking up water and, and letting it sit for you know hours and hours um, right. so i mean it's definitely something i'm going to get inspected here shortly but i've flown it several times since then and everything's flying just perfectly so i'm not too worried about it how and many again, hours yeah. do you have on it on the glider i don't know how many hours since i've flown since it hit the water no it just uh, for the life of it since oh the last God. not too much like 40 50 something okay. like that okay so it doesn't have you ever sent it in for an inspection yeah. Uh, well, yeah. When it was damaged at Palm Bay, I had to. Um, so Shannon took care of it there. So it, it's been inspected recently. Obviously, I did reach out to Shannon and got her thoughts on it, too. Also, Travis. You know, Travis said it's fine. It looks fine. Everything's fine. I talked to Shannon because my biggest concern wasn't if the lines were, were damaged. My biggest concern was, damn, this thing smells so freaking bad. And mm. I said, is there anything I can do? She said, no, you know what, just keep flying in the, eventually that, that river smell. And she's been in that river, too, jet skiing, she said, in years past. <coughs> and eventually it'll come out. So, But it smells like butter ass. Man, yeah, you, I have to say, you showed some serious perseverance uh, that day, getting back into the air. Thanks, you did man. not give up. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, I mean, that's, you know, it, I'm going to say I disagree with all of you on something that I heard earlier. Um, the gentleman that was on earlier, what would have happened if I quit flying when I flew into a tree because I made a bad decision? Or what if I quit flying when I flipped my trike over because I made a bad decision? Or if I flew into a river and I said, that's it, I'm done flying, I'm making a bad One bad decision doesn't define you. I believe if someone made the decision to get into training and train with one of the best, most knowledgeable instructors that I can think of that's out there, one bad decision shouldn't say, oh, I'm going to give up. I mean, think about all the amazing experiences that you've had since you've flown. Well, that's, Would you that's give it up because you made one bad decision? That, that's what's – I'm torn because he, he knows himself. Pilot and, in command. Yeah. And, and, he wasn't but, even a pilot yet. He made one bad decision because that he didn't listen about grounds. I mean, everybody's he heard, does, don't ground start. And I still see saying, people. Saying, yeah, I'm, I'm going to continue to probably not listen is what – No one's going to do that. That's huh? like saying I'm going to continue to break the law. I'm going to continue to to steal. Yeah. You can change it. You learned your lesson. I don't. I mean, every I time think, we make a mistake, he learned his lesson is the thing, though. Is he? No, I don't know. I, 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 every time we make I a mistake, hope, we always remember. 
Yeah, every time, I, I hope that he comes Anytime back. you've ever had a riser twist, you've always remembered, oh, I got to remember to check that so I don't have a riser twist again, right? True. Only anytime one time. Mistake, what's that? Uh, only one time I've had a riser twist, and I couldn't get down on the ground quick enough, man. Holy crap. <laughs> but we learn from our mistakes, and then we move on, and we, we teach Absolutely. those mistakes. Well, that's why we're going to have him on as, as, as part of the panel. And maybe if he listens, you know, every week to all the fun things that people are doing, maybe he'll get back into it. You know, that, that being said, I mean, just flying paramotors in general is not for everybody. Exactly. Ryan, Waller, Ryan, why didn't you quit flying when you hit the hay bale? Uh, because I had to. Uh, I intend to get back up there as soon as possible. <laughs> no, I'm saying once why once you recovered, when you hit the hay bale, you didn't just say, I quit, I'm done, I made a bad decision, right? No, I, I was pissed because I had to deal with an injury that was going to prevent me from getting back up there. Right, Shane, when you almost decapitated yourself by by trying to take off at, uh, at, at Wachula, <laughs> you didn't quit. What do you man? That has escalated into a big old story. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. I just like chilling back here, going, "This is getting good." Wait, was that the time that he crashed so hard into the side of the trailer that it almost tipped over? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one. Okay, you got to, you got to show the video now. Yeah, there's video of this. I think I get. I've had several instances where I'm like, I should have thought that one through a little better. But it's usually when I'm like flying with another guy or, or never like, I don't know why that happened at the, uh, at the at Wachula. I, I knew it was a bad setup, but why did I set up and go? I have no idea. But we learned. Um, but yeah, there's, there's nothing that's going to keep me off the ground or keep me from staying on this ground after learning how to fly. I, I can't I can't get enough of it. It just No, we're addicted, man. Yeah. I mean But we're also you know, pilots too. I, I'll say one more thing about we're, this and then we can move on. My buddy John Rippa, I've lost count of how many times that son of a bitch she's breaking Yeah. Uh, yeah. What what? I, so, I, I didn't quite hear what he said because he's breaking up. And he doesn't quit. Dave, yeah. Dave Wolf, you got to say that again. You got to say that again because you were breaking up. We couldn't hear you. Oh, I'm, can you hear me? You lost count of how many times I'm John sorry, yeah, one dead spot. Broke Rip, his props, Rip, but he keeps going. Yeah. Rip, makes, Rip, Rip, like he breaks props all the time. He does have a, he does have a good attitude towards – he will he will break something and just smile about it. Go to his camper, grab some parts, fix it, and take off again. I will give him that. Hey man, Rip, stuff Rip, no. Rip only breaks props because he flies so much more than most of us. He's an amazing pilot. What defines you is a, is a person is is not what happens to you, but but how you overcome the obstacles that are given to you in life, and. Uh, you know, a broken bone heals, you know, cuts and bruises, broke props can be replaced. But once you get in the air and you experience how awesome it is to fly over a bald eagle's nest or over some clouds and see your own rainbow, uh, circle I know. and shadow, you know, 
you're just going to be addicted like I am. And, uh, 100% you're always looking up in the air, looking at treetops, seeing if it's yep. windy or not, looking on your apps. All right, Shane, what are we watching right now? I'm getting ready to take off, and I'm running directly towards a group of campers. But there's this little mound in front of me that I step on right here, and that literally oscillates my wing. The time I get done looking up at my wing, I look down, and I'm like, oh, not going to make it. Oh, I remember seeing that. I saw yep. it different. That was awesome. No, I knew I was never going to make that. So yes. as soon as I was looking at my wing, checking left to right, after I got it done oscillating, I looked forward. I was just like, holy shit, I'm not going to make that. So, Good decision. Yeah. Now, if you look, look at the wing. It's just barely on the camper, just barely. But the time I got to Avon Park, I had done, like, left streak marks and body imprints and everything else. <laughs> I saw you bounce off that camper. I, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, no. Hey, if I would have kept running, I would have ran right into the back of that toy hauler and ended up in there for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Just sit down in your harness and say, where the eggs? Hey, here's a question, David. I'm here. I'm just getting out of my car. How tangled were your lines when you guys got out of the river? That's a terrific question, and no one's asked me that question. They weren't at all. Really? I really? imagine they would have been, like, all over the place. No, the only issue I had was they were so dirty, and um, there was tiny little rocks in the um, – Trimmers? Yes. In the trimmer, so it was hard to adjust my trimmers. Yeah. Hey, honey. Well, uh, you know what they call the little flap at the end of the wingtips that you can open up? Butthole. So, wh why didn't you open up the leaky buttholes when you flew and you could have got all the dirt out? <laughs> Hold on one second. Let me kiss my wife before I answer your leaky butthole question. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I say hi? He belongs on this pod. Yes, that's great. <laughs> oh. Oh. Hold on. Shane, you got some competition tonight, brother. <laughs> yeah, Dave, Dave is uh, he's There's the 10 year old who can put together a flash cruiser. Hey, that was a great video awesome. she did. That was impressive. Yeah, actually, yes, that was Thank very, yes. very awesome. awesome. Okay, so um, <laughs> the reason I didn't. Um, actually, Matt Green tried to start looking for them. And at that point, I said, just pick up the whole, there was four of us there. I'm like, just pick up the whole glider. Let's grab it by the, the end and just flip it over. And all the stuff will come into the front of the cells. We can dump it out there. And that worked just fine. Now, I've noticed that on my Roadster 3, um, when I open up the butthole, there's a little funnel that I can keep out. So as things go in, they go out as I'm flying. On my Gen 3, it's just Velcro. Nothing can come out as I'm flying. He's so, right now. He honored him. Wow. Sorry. Yeah, I've, I've flown with... What kind of butthole do you have? Do you have the ones that have the funnel? No, I haven't looked that... at my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> He's got on small children the... around. He's torturing himself. It's on the end of the glide. I have to explain to my wife what it is. Hold on a second. It's on the end of the glider. The we we have to explain the with the, the internet. What he really called that. He, he's not speaking profanely. Okay, yeah. Next question. Next question. David, David go ahead and tell everybody. <laughs> tell the viewers what a butthole is. So no, I'll let you do that. 
a butthole is on the very end of our gliders. We have a little Velcro thing that we can open up to take out anything that may accumulate in there. Some of the gliders, like my Roadster 3, has a funnel, so you can open it up, let the funnel out. So as you're flying, the sandy area, the sand will come in or snow will come in and then go out as you're flying. My Gen 3 does not have that little funnel. It's either open or shut, so you have to like open the Velcro, shake it out, and then it'll close up by itself. So what I'm asking um, Paramotor Crazy <laughs> is, do you that? have a wing that has the funnel or just the Velcro? His has my, the wife, my wife made a great suggestion. She said, for me, when I want to empty my butthole, I just drink more coffee. Sorry, Joey. <laughs> so that's been working for me. And this is how I'm the sorry, podcast Linda. is going to continue. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's just me in this family? No, she's she's awesome. Oh no, we've we've met her husband. We know she can take a joke. I mean, what? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I tell everybody, you know, my customers. I say my wife is a perfectionist. Just look at the man she married. Oh. <laughs> She's giving me looks. <laughs> I think we all are. <laughs> do you need yeah. to? Uh, do you need? To, do we need to let you go so you can eat dinner and stuff now? I can stay and eat dinner, or I can let yeah, you go. Yeah, that's the after show, right? Yeah, we're it. we're at we're at eight o'clock right now, so that is our our entire show. Um, well, I'm gonna go. I am gonna go spend time with the family. So thank you for yeah, having absolutely. me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow thanks, night. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Yeah, so, so so where do we need to go tomorrow? What's the dot com? Where do we need to go? Well, you just go to the Paramotor Crazy channel at 9 o'clock. Uh, hit the bell, and you can go ahead and um, be notified when the show starts tomorrow night. Awesome. Thank you very much. We appreciate you, you being on the show tonight. Good night, guys. Good night. Good night, brother. So that hour went by so quick. I had hey, so much yeah. fun on this one. It was like a lot of a lot of talking, a lot of information, and a two-part podcast. This is our first two-part podcast we have ever had. I um, uh, double-headed. Mark, exactly. Mark Amerson um, is in the chat, by the way. What? Oh. B. Mark Amerson? Yes. B. Mark. B Mark Hang on. I always thought that dude was crazy. He'd always fly in the, I don't Fair know, enough. maybe maybe Fly Guy Alberta. I think maybe he might fly in the coldest weather, but Mark always is out there on those frozen ponds. From Green Bay, um, Mark Amundsen is. Mm, yeah, but, but you know, as long as you've got the PBAs, you're fine. No, no cold weather bother you. PBRs. PBR. oh, PBRs. Mark McElroy, yeah. Anthony Perry. There's a few new names in the chat tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I will open up this Zoom. And all you have to do is go to Zoom. And I'm going to put in the Zoom room number and the password. Mark put that in the chat. I'm calling you out, dude. You got to join the Zoom. And we want you to come on in. Everybody is welcome. Anybody that's in the chat, definitely exactly. welcome. But you have to hit the thumbs up first. So hey. let me go ahead. I have someone in I have someone in the chat that has had an accident, a beginner accident that we really need to talk to. I've seen the video; it's pretty good. Oh, Mitch, Mitch Bragg's there. Mitch, um, I actually met I met him. Uh, and homie. I, I yeah yeah Linda yeah that's Linda's next uh, 
I That's Linda's that. next con conquer right there. I know. There's old Mitch there. Look at her. Look, she's all getting all red faced and everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh oh. Christy's my homie. Oh. All right. We are open to the world. Go ahead and log into your Zoom. <coughs> so you can jump right on in. Make sure you're all dressed out there now. Please. I, I, please. I thought tonight's show was kind of cool because we had one guy that came on that had an accident and he just wanted to uh, give it up. And then, you know, we got Paramotor Crazy that had the opposite opinion. I can agree with both sides, you know. Right. Right. I mean, I. I I can until I realize the guy's never flown. If he would have exactly. flown right. yeah. one time, it would be completely a different outcome. I guarantee it. That flying is just – I don't do, – do any of you have anyone in your life that you can be like, man, that guy does not need to, like, own a paramotor, though? Like, that oh, guy – Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of those guys in every single group that you hang out with, including some of the paramotor circles you hang out yeah. with. Yeah, yeah. So I appreciate hit where he's at, and he's like, "Man, I this is a sport that I don't need. Like, I've got a wife, I've got a kid. You know, this is something that." I, like he said, he, too, he, on his crotch rocket, he was doing 150 miles an hour. You know, with his knee on the thing doing wheelie. You know, in second gear. At the same gear. time, what his accident wasn't flying related; it was a non-moving violation. Yeah. To my defense, if he, stupid flying, if he made a stupid flying mistake, that's you know that would be a I don't know. I feel like maybe he this didn't even is have the harness on his motor yet. <laughs> yeah, it, it's sad. It makes me sad. <laughs> I agree with I you. Got, I, I gotta say though, to my defense, doing 150 miles an hour on a crotch rocket. They did not put hay bales in the interstate. <laughs> <laughs> Thank there was God no, they did not, yeah, right? Those, you know? those are called orange barrels, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be leaving the orange barrels. <laughs> yeah, I, I really enjoyed, you know, playing crotch rocket and, and stuff when I was a, a, a young kid. But, yeah, I don't need those right now in my life. I need something slow and low, which is the paramotors, which I'm really glad I got into. I think John Wayne you know, has jumped on. Uh, How do you say the I remember those. Yeah, the crotch rockets, like the, oh my God, that's, like that's the ninjas. Like oh, yeah, DBR one thousand RR literally do hundred miles an hour, drop it in second gear, and pop a wheelie. This yep. crazy. And you and you live to tell, PPG Grandpa. Yes, yes. <laughs> Thank goodness, barely I lived to, to tell, and I'm glad that I am here, living to tell. And I'm telling everybody now, it's like if you're in your 40s and 50s, get off the crotch rockets and try the paramotors. They're so much more fun. Yes, they're a lot slower, <laughs> but you know, butt fan sounds better than crotch rocket too. I'm just you know, I'm partial. yeah, right. But fan. <laughs> so guys, I, I use a I use an analogy. People ask me how safe this sport is. I always tell them uh, it's kind of like driving a car in the middle of a parking lot with no pull, poles, no people. You could flip the car, but you could also drive around and enjoy yourself. You know, it's up to you. It can be as dangerous as you want it to be. Whenever you're hurting yourself with the motor, I, I don't know. I just – I feel bad for the guy because he's never even gotten a chance to get in there. What he did wasn't yeah. flying related. As a guy coming from PG, it's just like you take the motor out of the equation, he might have had an awesome flying career. Exactly. Come, come think of it. Tom, Tom is the only thing that's PG about this show. 
That is very true. <laughs> you want me to take my shirt off? Is that what it is? <laughs> no, we're, we're keeping it PG. We don't need it to be an R. Okay, okay, okay. No or Shane PG. makes it a Just PG. X and triple X already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. Hey, uh, JP, you going to uh, North Carolina? You don't want to make it rated R? R. <laughs> no. R. Guys, I'm going to have to jump off here early tonight. I'll catch you all next week, though, for sure. All right, awesome. All right, have a great evening. Thanks for jumping on. Yep, JP, you, JP you, going, you going to North Carolina? North Carolina. When's North Carolina? Um, the 28th to the October 4th. Probably not. Probably not. My uh, boss is getting married, and my uh, other boss is on vacation, and we're just, like, all hands on deck it for the next, like, week or two. So... Man, I want to though. Which one's in North Carolina? That's is that the hillbilly. Fly it if you got it. Fly if you got it, man. Vail, North Carolina. How far is Vail, North Carolina from here? From here. That's right. Get on the computer. Hang on. Google it. Yeah, JP. I was telling you that's the flying I was going to. I was thinking about circling back around after I leave North Carolina and going to Ohio and meeting JP and and. Jason uh, Sikansky, a guy I flew with, an aviator, and then maybe working my way over to Arkansas. Well, what are you going to do over there? There's nobody in Arkansas. I mean, nobody. <laughs> oh, Tommy's over there. Never mind. Tom's over there. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, just Tommy. Yeah, of course. I, I figure I'll travel for a month, man. We'll see where it takes me. That'd be cool. What are you trying to show us, Chippy? What's up, John Wayne? Hey, how you doing, Linda? Shane? John Wayne in the house. John Wayne. That's in the nothing. House. It's eight hours for me. It's six hundred. I, I know it's five hundred and ninety-two miles from my house to to Vail. Oh. Yeah, a day drive. What is yeah, that? not not the thousand that I did to Ohio. And he's going to be like, oh, oh, Shane, look, I can't make it. My one <laughs> wheel won't go that far. <laughs> it's too many miles. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a I've got a house about a. Uh, about an hour's drive from there. Well, are you gonna be there? So you gonna no. be there? No, the I'm in the middle. Of, I'm in the middle of moving. Well, move your butt over to Vail, North Carolina. <laughs> I might have to. <laughs> hey, PG Grandpa, why do I want to start singing "Goodbye Yellow Brick Road"? <laughs> because you like singing? I don't know. <laughs> Got the Elton John glasses on. I know. I know. You can't see my glasses. So we need we need to get Mitch on the show. He uh he did a Mitch, I don't I don't wanna mess up the, the, the story, but I believe it was his first one or two launches and uh let's just say he let off the throttle and got back on the throttle, fully committed and ran into a chain link fence. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, we need him on the show. And he's in the chat right now, right? I think yeah. I just put the chat. Yeah. And, Dude, and it's not, the on. show is not, we're not making fun of. No, not at all. Pilots. We're, we're trying to learn no. from it. And that's exactly, as soon as you exactly. showed it to me, I was like, you need to come on the show. This is exactly yeah. what the show is about. Exactly. And I don't know if he's wanted by the FBI or something. I don't know. That possibly <laughs> is it. Well, I do want yeah, to say not. something that happened to me that nobody knows about. Um, 
this this last week or so unfortunately has not been a very good fly well you can't fly over here we have the tail end of the the first hurricane that went through and now we got that other hurricane that's down in the gulf and over here in arkansas yes i'm in arkansas shane you jerk oh. But anyway, um, we get the tail end of that wind. So it, it's, it was kicking about, you know, 20, 30 miles an hour uh, for, for gust. And I'm thinking to myself, I think I'm, I think I'm pretty good at this. So I went out to uh, kite in the big open field that we have. We got a big uh, sod farm. So mm -hmm. it was pretty laminar. Matter of fact, yeah, um, Linda saw it and you guys saw it on, on our ClearProp TV private chat i was out there kiting doing really well i mean it, i mean it was it was rough so i decided to put the um the drone up to do a nice you know look at what i can do in 30 mile an hour wind right <clears throat> well of course now i got the uh, show off itis and uh for some reason it got up there it whipped around spun around the lines went around my neck and pulled me Ooh. So I actually, I actually got uh, strangled by my, my paramotor or my, um, my glider lines. Uh, nothing happened, but I can tell with everyone looking right now, they're looking down and doing this number. Yes, I'm doing that. Not even, I'm not even listening to me. So I, I don't even know it. why. Why am I even opening up my heart right now? I'm, I'm, I'm looking for the video so I can share it with everyone. Geez. Oh, <laughs> don't sh really. Hey, dude, no. I'm just. Your glasses are throwing me off, man. Turn your head to your left. No, that's – there you go. I know. The, the angle is changing, like, when you turn your head. Uh, here the we Elton go. John glasses. Is this better? No. Oh. Uh, yeah. How about this? Oh. Oh, no. Uh, Zorro. No. Arg. Arg. <laughs> I want to – oh. I like them out with cool the trick. I want to know how you do the uh, short videos in the background. I can never get those on my phone. Does it have to be on a desktop? Yeah, wow. on the desktop. You just do a short video in a loop um, under the uh, uh, video. Let's see, where is that? Um, well, if I if I Virtual. did it on my or my desktop, you get to see the entire room, and I don't want you see this entire room because it's under construction. Yeah, you just go to backgrounds and filters, and then add a new one, um, and then just put it in the background. I want to see. Uh, want to see what? So, <clears throat> I'm having. Uh, <clears throat> Mitch, don't send me the video. I want you on the show to explain what happened. He just <laughs> sent me the video on Messenger. Um, so, Mitch, do you want us to show the video on here, but you not be on here? If that's cool. Um, Shane, go ahead and share it to our ClearProp TV. Let me let me messenger. wait to. Yeah, let me see something happens on the. Uh, if he says okay on the. Uh, yeah, if he says okay, we'll go ahead and show it. If he doesn't want to be on, totally understand. I don't understand because it's it's new pilots. I'm still a new pilot. I'm within my first year. Sean, you are too. Yes, I am. I mean, that that don't Brian, how you're uh, you're right there with us too, right? Hey, Bill. Hey, Bill. Are you there? We can't hear you again. What's up? He's saying something. I can't see what he's saying. I know. I can hear. I can. 
I can't read his lips, unfortunately. I think you said, hey. <laughs> He's yelling at us now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, hold on. Uh, he said, Maybe. show it in the chat. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I mean, I'll be right back. Hold on. Okay. Brian, you might need to leave and come back. Oh, there you can hear. What happened? Yeah. I muted myself and I muted myself. I don't know what's up. You just, if you don't like to hear yourself, it's all right. We like to hear you. No, I was going to ask John Wayne, um, this is in the group tonight. Yeah. Um, I mean, are you a pilot? Are you, do you fly very often or? Or yeah, I, I, I trained with Kyle O. I've been flying for nine months. See? I, wings yeah. I fly about, I don't know, two, three times a week. I haven't flown in a, almost two weeks, waiting on parts. Are, Y'all are talk you about breaking props. I'm the king of that. Oh! oh. So, so are you foot launch or are you a trike pilot? I'm foot launch. Uh, I called Kyle in his first year. I called Kyle. I figured I'd have to. I'm an old guy, so I figured I'd have to do a trike. And he said, "I don't know." He said, "If a bear's chasing you, you think you could run 50 yards?" And I said, "Yeah." <laughs> he says, "Ah, you can fly." You <laughs> uh, in the chat, Bill H says he's in, within his first year as well. Oh, so, I know Bill. Yeah, I'm at uh, 71. I think it's 71 hours. I'm a mo. I'm a motor now, and. Uh, I think 20 of those were from the band. Oh, hey, that happened to me at, uh, at, at the SIV. <laughs> I know. And yes, hey, my uh, wrist is still jacked up. Do y'all know Brooke Sheffield that, that trained at Aviator by chance? I do not. No? Okay. No. Well, he, he's, he's from the Vail, North Carolina area, and he's, he's going to be there at the fly-in uh, with – quite a few folks that they normally fly that area so but anyway just Thanks. curious um sean i sent that message in the in the group chat there i just watched it and wow that was crazy don't you think you should be on the show to explain it yes. i really do yes i definitely. honestly really please, do please jump on we'll show the clip tell us what happened because this is something that can happen to anybody this is something that can exactly. happen to anybody on the panel Right. And we yep. need to know, you know, what was going on, what happened, what are the conditions, because the video doesn't really give us anything other than that one perspective. What happened right. as the pilot? Where was the wind coming from? You know, why was the, the wing going back and forth as you were taxiing? I mean, what was going on? Please come on the show. Yep. No, another guy in a chat, um, Jack Wallace, is a, a new pilot trained with One Up Adventures down in Florida. So, there you go. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, we got all kind of people that, that we would, you know, like to have on the show. Hey, Brian, um, can you, like, uh, from now on, be the chat monitor and monitor the chat? If there's questions in it when we do the show, you can, um, you know, let us know what's going on in the chat because I, it's hard for me to monitor that. And hey, uh, I know, man. I, I get it. You're trying to shut me up. Give me a job. I want you to talk. I want you to talk more. You'll be asking a ton of questions. JP, go go ahead and put that chat up on the uh, or that uh, video on the on the big screen there. Oh my God! But but to answer your, your questions, <laughs> yeah, from? I'll be glad to help out, brother. Thanks, man. I you have had... a question. I have a question for Brian. 
after this video, we need to give uh, Mitch a nickname. Oh. Is, is there going to be? This... Uh oh, he's cutting out on me. No. Uh oh. Me? Yeah. Oh no. Come again. Yeah, we he hear just you. left you holding the bag there. Okay, so we have to come up with Mitch's new nickname. We came up with Hey Bale Waller. So now after this video, we got to watch this video, and then we got to come up with Mitch's nickname. I say, right. two, I say it's two chains because he runs into a chain link fence. <laughs> That's funny. All right, well, we got to see the video first, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. Definitely. Did he say that we can watch it now? Yeah. Our technical expert is working on it. Wait for it. Okay, JP, technical dude. <laughs> so, so, so Shane is our um, comic. JP is our tech guy. Brian's going to be our um, commentator. Or no, grunt worker. Do whatever. Our grunt worker. Linda is our pom pom girl. I'm the cheer. Yes. And anytime Mitch comes on the show, then uh, she's our blushing, uh, I don't know what you want to say, uh, brush, blushing, no, I don't know, look at her. He's my friend, he's my homie friend. Hold me. Disclaimer, this is a vertical video, which uh, is illegal to shirt, to shoot vertical <laughs> video. Thanks for jumping, JP the show. What? It's this is like uh, illegal being, on YouTube. Yeah, it's like uh, having a vertical video in a Zoom window. I know, right? All right. Anyways, <laughs> we saw who you're pointing at. Uh -huh. oh, oh, there he is. Ready? Ready? Yep. Right. Here we go. Ready? So, from my, what I was told, he was uh, take. This is his very first launch without the without a teacher and he was doing this, this with is his uh, solo yes this is a solo okay um he throttles he gets as soon as he gets lift he, he lets off the throttle and then he starts running again oh and then God. he runs into a fence oh. oh wow that's a short area it, it wasn't short i think he turned to the right when, when the wing did, went down, it, it, like it changed his uh, did a run he had, harder, Mitch. He had great inflation. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead and let's see it again. It's, uh, he's oscillating. I see that it rocks yeah. forwards and backwards. He's rocking backwards. Yeah, yeah he's oscillating. Yeah, there, there's, a, there's a pitch oscillation there just a little also bit. also leaning way forward instead of back, which, which causes him, once he gets off the ground, it causes him to go straight back down into the ground. He, he took the invitation to sit. Yeah, yeah that, that man, that happened to me too. I mean, everybody, and I knew that I would. Right, 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 <laughs> right there. He's going to take the invitation. He just, he just sits, and yep. you see him here drop down. Oh, oh. And it looks like he's pulling. I can't see his hands, but he may be pulling a decent amount of brake. And his wing totally turned to the right. And it's probably because... Oh, that's exactly. On my big screen, I can see it. He, as soon as he goes to sit and he starts to sink, he totally applies brake. And probably more the... to the right side, which caused him to turn. Yeah. I mean, okay. Just, am I in? Am I yes, here? Yes, you are. It's your, He's turning, trying to miss that. 
<laughs> Is that what's happening? I nailed that friends pretty good, didn't I? Oh, that's you. Oh, what's up, there baby? he is. <laughs> All right, go ahead and play this again, and go ahead and explain to us what's going on as as a pilot. <clears throat> well, I, I did a reverse launch there. I'd been practicing with reverse launches. I had received training, but because I had to travel to do my training on a weekend basis, I had gone out there a few times, and the weather conditions weren't right. So I thought, hey, I got it up to this point. I got it from here. I used to skydive years ago, but obviously you're not leaving the ground when you're skydiving. Um, when, I, uh, when I went to launch and take off, I didn't throttle up enough. It was too small of an area for me. And my harness really seats me very easily. I mean – I have to fight to not be seated in it. And once my feet left the ground, I sat pretty much. Um, I wasn't throttled up really hard at the time. My cage bumped the ground instinctually. I just took my right arm to kind of catch myself, which was hard right break and turned right towards the fence. And as I let off, I just knew things were just going bad really quick. I let off and I knew I was going to come down on the fence right between uh just behind my knee so i i raised up my legs for one and i gassed it up there at the last second to uh try and clear the fence and i came down because i got a maverick frame so it's got that v notch on the bottom i came down right on that v notch right on the top of the chain link fence <clears throat> and uh i lunged forward because i still had that forward momentum going which ended up tearing my harness on the bottom straps. But fortunately, I was still loading the wing when I cleared the fence and I swung like a pendulum out and landed in the turtled position, dragging onto the concrete. And I did not even have a scratch on my body. Wow. Lucky. You hit the ground twice, or three times, actually, that flight. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I bumped, bumped the <laughs> ground um, initially. And I came down on the fence, and then I skidded on the pavement in the turtle position. How was the winds? What are the winds doing at the time? They're about seven miles an hour. Winds were perfect. No, no gust probably, or anything. Probably not, probably not even seven, because I was just barely able to pull that reverse launch off. And I hesitated initially, which is kind of common with guys at first. But uh, yeah, that hesitation is why you see the wing fall back there. But I did recover that aspect of it. And that was your Hiding. solo. Right? Everything. Was that your yeah. solo? Yeah, well, solo to where my uh, uh, brother, girlfriend, and uh, his fiance were watching. <laughs> no, no. But that was the first time without a teacher in your ear that you took yeah. flight. Yep. That's, your solo, that's your solo flight, yeah. Correct. But, but you flew before with your instructor. I mean, you flew no. with your instructor no. in your ear, or no, this was the first time? Yeah, no, I did not. Hey, whether you got an instructor in your ear or not, the first time you foot launch with a paramotor, you solo, brother. I mean, you're flying by yourself. I mean, even, with, even with an instructor I, I in your ear. With you with that. You are. Oh, the, I mean, there might be an instructor in your ear, but you oh, are. The, oh, I, you I, can't yeah, hear that instructor in your ear, though. Yes, you can. It's a different, All you hear is the Charlie Brown want, 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 want. No. Even though he's talking when you're flying because your brain is going a million miles an hour. Nope. It was for me. I, I no, I'm I'm I I I'm only gonna disagree because I literally taxied and taxied and taxied 
and he told me left brake, right brake, and I kept doing it. Then he said, give a little bit more throttle. Next thing I know, I was in the air. I He talked me the entire way off the ground. That very first you, solo. Could you, hear, could you hear him after you got off the ground? Yeah, because he told me, we can all hear you down here going, woohoo. Because oh. <laughs> I was hooting and hollering. I couldn't believe it. I, I, I wanted to do this for over 20 years, and then finally – I got, I did it, and it's a little emotional. <clears throat> so, oh, you cry, you cried. No, no, not cried. You cried. A little bit of condensation from the clouds, you know. Oh. The fan, oh. look, I got a fan over here. It's blowing kind of <laughs> continuous. <laughs> it's uh, laminar winds. Very good laminar winds. Exactly. Don't get me wrong. I will well. never forget the sound of AJ's voice in my ear as I'm taking my first flight, you know, down at Aviator. But, you know, yeah, I had an instructor in my ear. But the, the fact is, they may be telling you what to do, but you are the pilot in control. You are the one flying that paramotor. Mm -hmm. And You've had all the instruction leading up to that point, and you may freak out, not know what to do, and they may save your butt by telling you what to do, but they can't make you do it. You do it yourself. You you are the one flying that paramotor at that point, and once you land, knowing that you did it on your own with just somebody else's help, you know you can do it on your own then, and yeah. I mean, you're a pilot. Knowing what I know now, I should have never been up in the air at that time anyways. The the instruction that I got was definitely not the best, and I was kind of warned of it before a little bit. I should have taken that advice, but seeing that it was kind of a weekend thing, I thought, hey, this could work for me. I can still work. I got a dog, you know. I can't really. <laughs> hey, where is that you know, stinky thing at? Huh? Oh, he's where got is that stinky? I immediately <laughs> gave him a bath, and I got home from uh, from Titan. <laughs> there he is, Bubba. So Look at he's crashed. Oh, dude, he's still probably oh, tired baby. from the day flying. Oh, so, baby. so Mitch, let, let let me ask you. Um, on one of your, uh, you've had a couple of uh, prop strikes. Um, what? No, let me uh -oh. ask you something. Not have you ever been uh, instructed by, let's say, a guy that's been flying less than a year on takeoff and had a prop, prop strike? Have I been instructed by somebody who's flying less than a year and had a prop strike? Yeah, not instructed, but giving you um, go left, go right, full throttle, take off, and then you slip on some grass, and then, you know. What are you getting at? Yeah. Well, yeah, what are you getting at? So that would have been you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we were at the fly-in, and he he hasn't really since. I I don't want to tell your story, Mitch. I but Mitch Mitch is not really flown that much in the in the year. You've been flying about a year, right? Yeah. So he's not really well, flown that much. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And there's and there's yeah, three no, of us. No, I, I hadn't I hadn't flown in the mornings at all, so I wasn't prepared for that wet grass there. And usually, right. I just w once I get going and things look good, I hammer the throttle. I don't ease into it, and that's exactly what I did there. I hammered it, and on that wet grass, it slipped out, and boom, right into my seat I went, and then boom, right on the bottom corner cage, 
the paramotor and toasted the prop, netting, uh, ripped uh, part of the little strap on the bottom of the hoop with the netting out of the hoop. So, yeah, we had to do a little doctoring there. So for, for, there all the, for all the paramotor people out there that are listening that are really new or have not flown or are going to fly or in training or whatever, and they see this video that you just did, what – is the uh, takeaway from this and how would you instruct them or have them not do the same thing that you just did? What, what happened and, and how can we correct this? Well, for one, you definitely, it, that was too small of an area first off, but, and, and actually first off, I should say, get quality training, do your research. Convenience should not be your focus. Absolutely do not look at convenience as your focus. Cause you'll probably make a bad decision on your training. Where'd you get training? Um, huh? Where, where did you end up going? If, if you don't I, want to I went to uh, some guys in Ypsilanti. Okay. So like, a, like a lesser known, like a smaller like yeah, out of the garage. Yeah. And they, they, they kind of stay in the shadows too. You don't see them a lot on social media and such because I think they'd probably get tore into. And I've seen other videos of people that have come out of their training. One guy was, was injured. Nah, I mean, not not really severe, but it could have been bad. And I've seen some other videos that could have gone very, very bad. Was it like a economy sort of thing, like budget minded? Uh, kind of budget minded, but from their aspect, uh, profit minded okay. because every, every time I'd go there, there'd be one instructor, three guys in the field kiting and he would spend, there'd be three hour classes and he would spend two hours of the class with uh, an additional person that was just there for an initiation. So the first two hours, he's just showing them what a paramotor is, putting them in the, uh, you know, in the hang what's points your, and so forth. Was your payment about 750 bucks for that class? No, it was more than that. Okay. So I, I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, I we're know trying exactly to who he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to figure out who, you, who I live in Alabama. <laughs> uh -oh. Jack Wallace. Go blue. There you go. What's up, Jack? Hey, Jack. How you, how you guys doing? We were just like hanging out, so we got to welcome them in, you know. We don't want to be rude. Yep. Yeah, I just started. Yeah, I just started flying, and um, I actually had my first flight, tried to self train this time last year, just about exactly a year ago. Put my, um, put my paramotor into a tree and um, wasn't wearing a helmet. That was oh. a big mistake. Didn't get hurt at all, but um, you decided that I needed to do it right. And um, I'm not sure if – I didn't catch the gentleman's name that was talking before, but did you – are you talking about Ypsilanti, Michigan? Oh. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I, I live about yeah. 10 miles away from there. I was going to train there, but decided not no, to. No, 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 bad idea, bad idea. Don't yeah, train so, with me. You want to – you really – Here's the other thing I want to emphasize more than anything. Quality training, you're going to get the most out of this sport. You want to start this sport with a positive experience. I did not. And I tell you what, it's held me back, most certainly. I mean, I, I, my dreams were kind of crushed at that moment after, after my first incident there. And, and just ever since, I, I'm still skittish at certain things. Um, 
if you want really good training that's going to start you off right with a positive experience, you're going to go into the sport knowing more, having more confidence in yourself, and getting more out of the sport, I'd go to Justin Fox and Mike Cotter, absolutely, hands down. Yeah, that's what I ended up doing. Went down there and uh, trained with – it was a joint class between Fly My, um, One Up Adventures, and then Eric DeFour came down. That was the class nice. where G- Gorilla learned nice. to launch for the first time. Oh, cool. And, um, yeah, it was a great experience. I'm really glad I did that. I will tell you, <clears throat> the school that I went to, which is Four Winds PPG with uh, Lauren and, and Shannon Michaels, um, during, during the class of – when we were in class doing the training – um, Lauren will actually show you his hand where he ground started his paramotor, which at the time when he started flying, they literally had in the manual the proper procedure to ground start your paramotor. Well, some yeah. of those paramotors probably couldn't even start on your back back then, could they? No. <clears throat> and and he, he no, he, he will tell you that they he has a manual that he'll show you. It shows the guy standing up against the, the prior, the, the, the paramotor and his hand on the cage and you pull with the other hand. And before that, they, they, they were hand starting the, the prop. They were actually using their hands on the prop yep. to start the motor. So, but my point is a good school is very important. Um, at the fly-in, I cracked my exhaust. I posted on my my private or my my param or geez, my Facebook page, and Shannon commented instantly. Shane, don't worry about that. It's warranty. That. We'll cover you. It's covered. That's yeah, awesome. I've seen that. They 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 jumped on that reply real quick. Yeah, I didn't I didn't say anything bad. I just said my 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 fly-in's over because my my I cracked I cracked my exhaust. She jumped right in there, said, don't worry, Shane. It's all under control, taken care of. And today, I finally got around to doing some stuff, um, sent her the email. Everything's taken care of. I'm just waiting for a new exhaust. I, I think when it comes to training, uh, you really get what you pay for. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I pay top dollar for good training. And it was a two-week boot camp. You got there two hours before sunrise and stayed an hour after sunset every day. And it was an intense <laughs> process. Now, I've heard a lot of other people that are going through training, different schools, and it's just a, a single instructor doing it on their own. And they're going down there and they're spending the weekends with them, that kind of thing. I don't think that, you know, every other weekend here and there is quite as good as just going two weeks yeah, I, I, would, I, would agree. I would agree. Submerging yourself into it by by far is the best choice. And, and just I, I, having tons of good experiences with people and, and making that kind of camaraderie that you make in training. I mean, unfortunately, you you I did the weekend thing myself, too. I, I only train on the weekends when it was good weather because, you know, um, unfortunately, I, I have – a job that I cannot take off from work and have a family. And unfortunately I did, I did two weeks. Uh, actually I did 12 days. Um, I would have done the 14 days per my wife who told me that if we're going to do this by us, I mean me, um, that I had to go to all 14 days. And when I got there on the 12th day, got done with the 12th day, Lauren said, Shane, 
we can try tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon, but the winds are going to pick up. We're not even going to be able to kite. I said, well, I guess I'll just head to Swanee and go to the fly-in after I go to my house and drop my gear off. Cause he, he's a stickler about doing fly-ins and just going there just to watch the show because most of the fly-ins, and I will tell you that this last fly-in that I did up here at, in Ohio, I really did not see, I'm going to, I'm going to PG this, a crap show, if you will. Um, <laughs> I, I really, I really didn't see any close calls. I really didn't see people messing up equipment um, over goofy mistakes. Um, and I was really impressed when I went to Swanee right after I got done with class, left um, Avon park, dropped my camper off at my house, loaded my pickup truck up, and then headed to Swanee. And, uh, I mean, within the first hour and a half or two hours being there, I seen three props destroyed wow. over dumb stuff. <laughs> I was just like, Oh, I see what he's talking about. I had a tailgate down watching right on the runway. I was like, okay, here we go. Wow. <laughs> like I started becoming a sponge. I just, I, I'm not laughing at the people that messed up, but I'm learning from, I mean, could you imagine leaving school? Literally leaving school four hours later, you're at a fly-in. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way I was taken off. I couldn't do it. No. I left. I didn't even bring my wing. I left all of it at home so I could not be enticed any form fashion to getting in the air. Super smart idea, brother. Super yeah, smart. That, that was the same way I was at uh, Purdens when it came to my one wheel. It arrived the day before I left for Purdens, and I'm like, no, no, I'm leaving this. That's <laughs> <laughs> better yet. Leave your gear, remove your propeller, and take it with you and sell it for like a $200 profit because yeah. Yeah. the best place to sell props is that fly-in. Mm -hmm. Well, after my first fly-in, I went to uh, Northport here earlier in the year, and uh, – after that one, I learned, you know, I don't go to these fly-ins to fly. If I get to fly, great. But up there, that's um, one of the points of Michigan. So you got water on both sides. There's a convergence zone. And the winds picked up. No one had good cell phone signal up there, so we really couldn't keep track of the weather so much. And took off to flight, and I got few miles downwind turned back towards the airport and i noticed oh shit i'm moving backwards fortunately i had just released the uh bindings on my trimmers a few weeks before so i trimmed out lost some altitude came back towards the airport because it was just kind of bumpy and come to find out all the guys that were experienced had already landed they just went up and turned around and said this air is trash well when i was coming in one of the guys who had god He's, he's, he, he's been doing it well over 20 years. And I would agree with his assessment. On my approach, I was getting about 60 degrees of oscillation and my wing coming out in front of me and behind me. I'm just keeping pressure on the brakes to keep it from coming out too far in front of me. But, man, after that, I said to myself, I'm not going to push it, you know. Mitch, I hear like that. It's not fun. Hey, I got, a, I got a quick question. Go ahead, Brian. What is EFD? We got In, endless oh, go Chris, my dog is choking, is arrived at EFD apparently. Oh, my.
Um, Mitch, I, I'm telling you, if you go and do a uh, SIV course, you will yeah. you will think you will think everybody and anybody has got you to go do one. It's it. I'm telling you, it. it I did I show you any of the video while I was over there? Like my face was like no. instantly red because I was just waiting for the worst to happen. So before I even pulled the lines, I was like, hey! I hadn't even started pulling yet because I was just waiting for the bottom to drop out. It doesn't happen that way. It really, truly yeah. does not. It doesn't yeah, happen. You post that any videos yet, Shane? Before you get gift wrapped. Um, Sean, I am having some um, editing issues. Um, okay. That's part of the why my day is going so bad today. I literally have, I, I, I think I lost everything today and I'm, I'm probably 16 or 17 hours into trying to figure out how to upload video to, from Dave Purden fly in. And, um, yeah, that's just a bad subject right now. <laughs> when you say you lost uh, everything, you're talking about footage, not like um, your house and stuff, right? No, I uploaded it all to my computer. It's on my computer. But I cannot oh, get my okay. computer um, to oh, – what is it? Um, I I had to change it over to a H.265 whatever conversion. I did that. It still didn't work, but each video takes about an hour and a half to do. So I did 20 of them, and none of it works. So – and none of it's on my phone, so I can't even pay – you know, splice app four dollars to make a video and upload it for the week, and uh, yeah, it's just I'm just I'm over it right now. I'm gonna wait till I go to this Vale, North Carolina thing, and and uh, I will try to upload everything on my phone and go from there. I'm over the computer desktop thing. Sorry to hear that, bro. That sucks. But yeah, I'm I'm. Every, anywhere between 16 to 18 hours, and I have nothing to show for it. <laughs> oh, it hurts. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> That's right. I got video of you taking off, and, you know, I got that little video about with you on the monitor. So, hey, you know, yay. Yeah, none of that I can upload to the computer. It's It literally is on my on my computer. Will not It will not open it up. That sucks. <laughs> Hey, uh, Skinny Chef Shane, I know you like to cook, so you'll be happy to know I'm bringing a smoker with me, brother. Um, okay. Is it, what kind of smoker you got? That's a little propane smoker. Can, can, so if I brought a 12-pound brisket, we can smoke on it? 12-pound, that's, that's a big brisket. But yeah, we can smoke on it. <laughs> hey, we we everything in Florida's big. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now that's Texas. <laughs> yeah, I know. Huh? Yeah, I was say that's um, I I do have a question um, for for Jack. Uh, you did say that you originally self-trained. Um, can you give us a little background on you self-training and what happened? Yeah, sure. So I was gonna. Um, I think like Mitch was talking about, I was going to go to the school in Ypsilanti near me. And um, the money wasn't like they, they wanted a lot. I agree that, you know, they're kind of money hungry, but for what I was getting, I didn't think it was worth it. And um, so I went out and I bought some equipment and I bought a brand new tornado. And then um, I bought, um, I ended up buying a, 
a Blackhawk Velocity Corps wing, went out and kited for a couple months, um, got fairly proficient for as far as self-training goes. And then um, I just, I went out to the field one day. Um, uh, one of the guys from back where I live, he ended up coming with me and, um, you know, he was just there, but I was, you know, I tried to take off, ended up getting airborne and um, I was so unfamiliar with, you know, I was having problems with um, pitch control. Um, Brian was talking about pitch oscillations, that power is crazy. So I did like, I didn't know what to expect. I never, you know, did any ground simulation, um, anything like that. And so that's one of the reasons why I think getting training is really important because they go through all of it with you. And um, I think one of the reasons, one of the things I benefited most from training with was, um, you know, just having that confidence of knowing that they're not going to put me in the sky unless I'm ready. And, um, and then I had somebody in my ear telling me what to do every time. And, um, you know, it was just, it was a very foolish mistake trying to self-train on my own. You know, I wasted a ton of money and a ton of time and a ton of effort. And, um, you know, like the gentleman that was on in the beginning of the show, you know, I'm, I'm just glad it didn't deter me from, you know, getting in the sky because starting off with a bad experience, it left a sour taste in my mouth, you know, all winter long. And, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm just glad I ended up getting airborne. Can you walk us through that first solo that you tried to do and what happened? Yeah, sure. So, um, like I said, the first mistake was I wasn't wearing a helmet and that contributed to me crashing because I was wearing a regular hat like this and, um, and I, I had ear protection on. So I did a reverse launch, brought the wing up fine. Um, there was probably four, five, six miles an hour of wind or something like that. It was definitely on the low side for reverse. Um, but anyway, I got it up, hit throttle. Um, and then my, all of a sudden, once that wind hit me, I didn't think about that. Once that wind hit me, my hat started to fly up like this and I didn't want it to, you know, go in the net and go in the prop. So, um, I kind of leaned my head back up against the net to try to like at least hold it in place. And then that was kind of knocking my ear guards off. And, um, and then about the flight was less than a minute. And then I was like, you know, um, the power was another big thing. So I was, you know, hitting the power and then letting off of it because I didn't know what to expect. I didn't want to, you know, the wing was starting to overshoot me when I let off power rapidly. So I, you know, I had very shoddy throttle control at that point. And then, um, and then there were, um, there were some pretty large trees, probably 150, 200 feet tall. And, um, and I was going right over them. And this is probably about 45 seconds into takeoff. And I didn't have enough power to clear them, or I just about didn't have enough power to clear them. And my foot clipped one of the top of the trees. And um, thankfully that tree was so tall because my lines ended up getting tangled in the, in the branches. And I ended up falling about maybe seven, eight feet from the ground. And that's where I ended up. And then I was like horizontal and I had gas pouring out of the motor on the back of my head. And mm. um, yeah, it was, um, it was just a rough situation. I, I definitely wow. um, launched too soon. So any, the, any for the people out there that are listening to this right now and they're thinking about self-training, uh, obviously I know that you're going to say definitely don't do it, but um, go ahead and tell everybody out there that wants to self-train you know, why they should not self-train and where, what, what should they actually do? Um, well, frankly, I think that, you know, people have shown that it can be done. I'm not going to deny that, 
But for me, you know, if I could go back again, a couple of the reasons, like I'd save a ton of money. Um, I would have way more confidence, you know, getting into the sky for the first time. It was, um, you know, I, I guess I intellectually knew that it was pretty safe and, you know, so many people have done it because I've watched so many YouTube videos and, you know, read the PPG Bible and stuff like that. But um, I think for me, you know, just not worrying about trying to get into the air so quick and not worrying about the money as much. Um, I I think safety is way more important than that. And um, I think that it would just, for me, it, it, it would have been, I would have been a lot better off just taking my time. I can be kind of impulsive sometimes. And, um, and it, it was just a bad decision. I highly, you know, recommend against doing that, you know, although it can be done, it's, um, you know, if I would have done it right and gone and gotten training from, you know, a reputable school um, at the beginning, I probably would have saved a couple thousand dollars and I wouldn't have, you know, had to wait all winter leaving that bad taste in my mouth. So the, the obstacles I was trying to avoid by self-training I ended up just prolonging it another eight or nine months uh, to get it done right because I tried to make an impulsive decision. Thank you very much. I would agree agree completely with Jack on that. Eight or nine months and more money in the long run. Yep. That right there is is, that right there. Do you have damage to your equipment? Yeah. So I I have the. I had the titanium frame. So there was not a, like I, I damaged one of the uh, quarter panels, like with the net um, and then just a broken prop. But other than that, um, and then the glider, I kind of um, rode off because I had to cut half the lines to get it out of the tree. So I ended up just getting um, a new glider, but um, yeah. That you, you, got the, you got the Parajet um, Maverick frame? I, no, I have the uh, AC Tornado, Air Conception Tornado. 280. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I did the same thing when I, when I broke my prop. I had an accident. I, I tore out about a quarter of the netting and I restitched myself and put, uh, you know, a new prop on. But I'll say this the, the money that you don't invest in training, you're surely to invest in equipment damage. Um, whether it's broken propellers, you know, or just, you know, other equipment problems that you would have that could have been avoided with a little bit of training. Very well said. You know, one of the things that I think that I've learned most, because I fly almost exclusively alone, is that even after your training, flying with other people that have been doing this for a while is just as valuable because there is so much to learn from other people that you just simply cannot learn by yourself. Here, here. I mean, you can get in the air and try to do those things that you think you want to do. But if there's nobody there to tell you, you're, it's just a shot in the dark. Doesn't matter, you know, how long you've been flying. Flying by yourself is not a good idea, period. But you certainly can't learn much by yourself. No, I agree with you there. I, I, I'm lucky I get to fly here at the compound. And on any, any given weekend, you can have – eight, 10 pilots, sometimes up to 20 pilots on almost every weekend that's flyable. Um, and flying with those, all those guys and all their experience, just listening to them. I mean, half the time, if you don't say nothing, you'll learn a lot more. 
for, yeah. for me per personally, I mean, to fly like you do a, a lot by yourself, I don't know. I think I'd be – I think I don't think that'd be beneficial to, to – for me, I don't think it would be. I, I need to – I need to learn from other people, I guess. You could totally learn from other people, man. Absolutely. Um, but I think you also have to be careful of the peer pressure thing, you know, because your friends are taking off under conditions. They're more experienced pilots than you are. They got a lot more hours under the belt than you do. They, they're they familiar with these conditions. You know, I'm, I'm they, they may be comfortable taking off under these conditions, and, and you may not. Um. So I, I have I've, – I've seen it both ways, you know, where it's totally good to have somebody to push you a little bit, to push you out of your comfort zone from time to time when it's safe, to do new things, but, but not too much because, uh, you know, people get hurt too. This, this, oh, yeah, this. but it's, it, it's just a matter of maturity. I mean, you know. If, if, if you're an older guy, you're not going to be listening to hot dogs, you know. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> so, this this uh this new that flying that I went to in uh in uh Ohio, I did a whole bunch of new new first times. I did my first time midday flight. I actually did that with this other guy. Um, what was his name? JP, I think it was. Yeah. How, how'd you like that midday flight? Oh. Guess what? Oh my God! So my buddy Jason, JP. <laughs> so I went. I went to school with um, two other pilots, um, Chantel and this guy Josh. Well, Chantel, her boyfriend went in, in uh, January. We were in October. Um, so Jason and I have eventually. Jason was there for my very first solo. Um, we've flown together a couple times. He's come to, um, the fly in here in Palm Bay. Um, so he, he rode up with me and another guy, we rode up to, uh, Ohio and, uh, none of us had done a midday flight, but the weather there was just absolutely spot on. So we took off and, you know, before that SIV course, let me tell you, I would not have gone. I would not have launched before that. Um, I actually have video of me swinging and I, my hands are, I'm, I'm hands free. <laughs> I wasn't even worried. I was just like, before I would have come down so quickly, I'd have landed out and walked on my gear back a mile without even hesitating. Cause I would not have been in the air, but I'm, I'm more of a, I don't want to say I'm cocky at it, but I am very confident at what my wing can and cannot do now. And I'm, I'm, it made me way better pilot. Um, the one thing that I never thought I'd actually do that I did another thing. There's no video of this. So it's all rumor, but I did my very first water foot drag. What? What? Congratulations. Yeah. Now I meant to only do one foot, but I kicked off with the other foot to get out of there. <laughs> oh no. Uh, I was so scared. I, that that was the, and I knew the water was only this deep. I'd actually walked okay. across it. I literally walked this entire pond at the abandoned golf course there, and it was it was no more than this at the worst place. And I don't know what it was. As soon as my foot hit the water, I was like, "Yeah!" And I threw my other foot down so you could see the little. Ksh, 
and I just <laughs> hit throttle and brake, and I was out of there. I was like, screw it. I did it. I don't care to ever do it again. I'm fine with it. I'll foot drag the ground all day long, no problem. That water, yeah, man, I, it's, it's, it's like crack cocaine for a paramotor pilot, man. You know, foot dragging <laughs> water or, uh, you know, tapping off of a top of a bell of hay, just <laughs> hey now hey it's 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 hard to resist but i'm just a young guy apparently the older guys don't have this problem and uh, i'm glad to know i'm just a young guy <laughs> i also did uh above the clouds uh finally that's beautiful you went a what above the clouds? What? Yeah, I, fin I finally went above the clouds, um, and actually, I was doing like the Jaws thing. So my wing was above the clouds, and I was below them. It was pretty cool. What? Uh, I've never seen that before. So, so like in clouds. No, they weren't that thick. I mean, but from a distance, you could just see my wing, but you couldn't see me. But then I come, but I could totally see everything. But from a distance, it looked like, but. The two guys I went with, neither one of them had GoPros or running their fan, their phones. I was like, they're like, hey, did you get this? Did you get that? Yeah, I got it all. What'd you get of me? Oh, I don't have anything. I'm like, well, we oh, believe you. That's something I don't do. I've never recorded the flight ever. I, Mitch, you see my setup. I just have it on my chest, my my chest cam, and that's it. I don't really worry about it too much. Yeah. yeah. You've come a long way, Shaney. I'm so proud of you. After that, dude, one day, one day in five toes, I have literally become, I don't, a professional. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't want to say, cause I don't want to come off cocky. Cause I'm not, I'm still, I still get this little, I got that little weird that feeling. One day is like six months of flying <laughs> all rolled up in one. That's really what it's like. It was it was amazing, and I want to go back. I literally have texted certain people and said, "Hey, um, I need the video, and I'm ready to pay for classes." And I can't get a reply back. So, okay. you guys mind if I ask you a question about that real quick? The guys that yeah. have done the SIV, Sean and Shane. Sure. Yeah. Else. Is there a minimum amount of experience you would recommend for somebody to do that? Hey, I um, would. I would say you definitely need to be able to kite in winds because Shane and I, we were kiting in winds waiting to be towed. So if you can keep that wing above your head while looking at other things, you're probably ready. What do you think, Shane? I, I'm still recovering from a wrist injury. <laughs> um, and that's, that, that's not a joke. I, I really am. I still, my, I don't, I'm pretty sure I broke the damn thing. I, it's still sore. Go to um, the doctor, dude. No, I went to, I seen a whole bunch of doctors today fixing my wife and she's laying in bed. So uh, I would say my only negative I would come out of the SIV, we got into some really high winds, stuff that I was not comfortable with, but um, I did put trust in, in, in the, in the teachers there. And I'm not holding saying that they did anything wrong. I'm simply saying, I don't think, I kite, I do kite a lot, um, just not during the heat in Florida. I'm not, I'm not kite. I'm not going to sit out there in the sun and just roast. But as a 
someone that's looking to go to SIV and the length of time of flying, I would just say if your kiting is is minimal, not even minimal. If it's if it's above minimal, um, and the winds aren't going to be that bad, the only problem that I had was as soon as you brought the wing up and it got to that 45 degree angle, like it just picked you up and just took you backwards. I don't know how to stop that. You know, your wing has to come up through that 45 degree angle and then you break it, you know, hit the brakes and, and check it. I don't know if I was checking it early and it was causing me to go forward or I, I don't know, but the SIV itself was truly was an amazing experience. One, I'm glad I, I did it with you, Sean. I really am. Um, but golly, dude, it was, it was, once you left there, I left there driving home and I was telling my wife, I was like, I cannot believe how worried I was not on, cause I didn't learn any tricks. I literally didn't try to do any barrel rolls or wing overs. I simply did uh, deflations. I did a 50% deflation on each side, um, a full frontals each side. Um, and then even did, in one of the videos, Sean, I did a, I'm, I'm doing a 50% deflation. I'm, I'm turning away from it, applying brake. And then I turn into it. And as I'm turning into it, you see me stow my brake, fix the can or my uh, GoPro that's on my knee and then go back to holding the brake. <laughs> Cause I'm that comfortable. Meanwhile, my wing is 50% deflated. It's, I was so much in my head that it was the end of the world. As soon as that wing collapsed one way or the other, that thing still wants to fly. Even yeah. at a full frontal. Yeah, some, some of those guys, like uh, I think Kevin can fly part of his original paragliding training before he completed it was also an SIV uh, course. Yeah. Yeah. He said something similar to that to where he had to do some deflations and correct it. I'm not sure how much of a SIV course it was, but I think he went to a second. Did he do three or two SIV courses, Shane? Do you remember? I, I can't remember, oh. no. He, he's, he's done a lot. Um, as far as like the minimum that you would have to do, I think the minimum to be, to, to go to an SIV, as I would definitely have your PPG2 done um, that would give you enough flying to understand what's going on. Um, what is PP2? What's that? What is that? Because I, I, I don't have any your, of that. Your, your rating? Yeah, PPG1, PPG2, PPG3. So if you can do – if you if you are at a PPG2, you've been flying enough, if you can spot land from 500 feet up, cutting your motor, come down and spot land, that's pretty much what you're going to need to do when you're doing an SIV because you're going to be – way off and over in the lake and then you're going to have to make sure that you come back around and you can spot land right you know where we are or right where you uh launch from so you really need to be able to spot land be really good at your wing as far as <laughs> kiting it and up in the air i'd say you know you can just be a pilot that takes off flies around and lands but if you can spot land and you can kite your wing i think that you'll be okay going to an siv you don't need to do you don't need to already know how to do wing overs or anything like that if you can do a mild s turn and you can spot land from 500 feet and you can kite your wing you can do reverses you can do forward uh, inflations I, I think that you're okay what do you think shane 
I can't spot land to save my life. But you <laughs> spot landed over there. I, I mean, did. you you came in. Yeah, you did really when well. I, yeah, I took off and I well, as soon as I I disconnected from the boat, I was like, oh, you're in it to win it now, dude. <laughs> That was the first thought that that came to my mind. I was like, because I've never, I've never, ever told a story about how good I am or am not. I cannot spot land. I the videos I show for this this uh, this flying that I did. I made myself every time I came up short. I made myself run with the wing above my head and the motor on my back until I got to the to my campsite. Um, because, well, I'm just trying to. I can't. I can't spot land. I don't know what it is. It, it's, it's my nemesis, if you will. But so, so what spot land means? What is that? You pick when a you, spot on the ground and you land on it. I need the area code. Like focus in on a certain area or whatever, and you just right. like, okay, I'm gonna land there, and then right. you take most. You take your wing bag. Yeah, sometimes people just throw their wing bag out and they're saying, all right, when I come back in, I'm going to cut my okay. motor at 500 feet. And I'm going to try to land as close as I can to that wing bag. It's good because you know that you're shooting for that. So if you land before it or land after it, you know, you, you can start understanding altitude. When you first start, you don't understand altitude at all. I mean, you think you understand altitude until you go up there and you're like, well, how high am I? You know, unless you have an altimeter on your wrist, you have no idea. And your glide slope, you have no idea. So when you're coming in, you think, oh, I'm going to land right there. But as you're gliding, you're, you continue to see that, you know, you are going to glide way past what you thought you're going to, um, you know, hit. So then there's ways of actually being able to slow down. So you pull brake and you slow down. And as you slow down, you actually do some airspeed. I mean, you actually reduce your airspeed and then you let up and then you surge forward and you come down at a little bit more speed and then you can dub, you know, double check your altitude and you can slow down again or you can go faster by keeping your hands up. There's different ways of um, hitting that spot landing. And that's one of the things I have to do to get my PPG3 rating because I'm going to go for the instructor rating. I'm going to go for a tandem and, and trike and all that stuff because I would like to be able to teach in the future. So, Sean, to answer to answer his question, me personally, I think within the first, I think within the first year, you should be going um, to go and do your SIV. I had probably 45, 46, 47 hours, something like that, um, on my paramotor. Um, I wish I'd kind of gone a little sooner. Just, I mean, I I over, I overthought it really. And it's really not that bad. I learned so much and, and I would like to go back. Uh, I still have money set aside that my wife is like, hey, what's this money for? And it's not for you. Leave it alone, woman. <laughs> the first one I went to, I think it was six months into it, into flying. And I enjoyed it. Uh, it was scary as hell because I didn't, do, I never even let out the trimmers until like a month before I started going, before I uh, planned to go into the SIV course. So I didn't even use my tip, my tip steering, didn't even use my trimmers. And um, I was barely doing S turns thinking I was doing wing overs. <laughs> no. So when I went to the uh, SIV course and I really pulled down and, and saw what this wing could do, uh, I knew that I didn't, I, I didn't do nothing. When I was thinking of baby wing overs, 
it was nothing. It was just mild S turns compared to what wingovers are. And then the second time that I went, um, uh, I probably had about a hundred hours of flying, seventy-five to a hundred hours of flying for my first SIV. And I was the takeoff, fly around, have a good time, and come in for a landing guy. Uh, did the SIV. After that, I put on another almost 100 hours between that one and my next one because I had so much more confidence. So then I started using tip string, wing overs, stalls, big ears, all that fun stuff. And um, I feel even more confident now. And I probably put on another 50 uh, hours on this wing. I hear dogs. I hear dogs. Linda. Um, but it really depends on who you are and what you want to do. Uh, how many hours do you actually have, you know, kiting and flying? Um, I fly every morning and every night that I can. Uh, an hour and a half or so in the morning, two to three hours in, in, in the afternoon after work. So every morning and afternoon of work, Monday through Friday, I'm flying. Uh, weekends, I'm flying almost all day long, early in the morning for sunrise, uh, midday flights and evening flights. I mean, I'm putting on uh, 25, 30 hours a week at, some, at one point during the summertime. Um, I was doing 100 hour maintenance on mine every uh, six weeks because I was flying so much. So it depends on how much you're flying. Most pilots, what, fly, what, 30 hours a year? So if you're just a 30 hour a year guy or person, um, you know, maybe after your first year going out for an SIV would be all right. Great. Yeah. Thanks a lot for the uh, tips. I think we just went off on some serious random. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, I got, I got to get out of here guys. I got to get up early for work tomorrow. So yeah, you if you work next, next uh, Monday, just, yeah. Yeah, I that Mitch, Mitch, I'll see you in South Carolina. Yeah, what? Or what's North going Carolina? On? North Carolina. Are you gonna, Are you guys going to be here next Monday? What's in no. North Carolina? Fly it if you got it. Wait, this is Brian, Michigan. It's a week long. It's a week long. Uh, it's the twenty eighth to the fourth. <laughs> I'll be there the twenty sixth. Yeah, go through, baby. I see that, Jack. Yeah. I see that, Linda. My flying money's all spent this year. I got to uh, start. On dog food? Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have no money for flyings either. You got our About 15 pounds a week. You're sending Linda flowers all the time, I'm sure. That costs a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us. Yeah. And thank you for, for, for telling us about your video and letting us show it out there. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Catch you later. Yeah. Have a good one. Bye, right. bitch. Bye, Mitchie. See ya. All right. Well, Jack, was there anything else that you wanted to talk to us about or ask us any more questions? I don't want to just... Um, yeah, well, I thought of one more thing I'll, I'll add about uh, why you should get training. Um, okay. You know, I, I went down there. I knew it'd be exciting, but I never realized how much fun I would have. You know, it was honestly, probably the best, whatever, 10, 12 days of my life. Like the friendships that I made down there, you know, I met guys like uh, Ripa, uh, Rick Davies. Oh, the Ripa, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just, a, just a bunch of people. Todd Falstad, like, you know, it was just, 
it was an amazing time. And then getting to witness, you know, you know, guys like Kyle Mooney fly and, you know, Justin Fox. I mean, Kyle Mooney can do stuff that almost nobody else yeah. in the country can do from what I can yep. hear. Or, and, you know, it was just such an amazing experience. And um, I couldn't recommend enough getting training. Good for you. That's awesome. They got some big names out there. That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. When right. I went to training, I was pretty lucky. Hollywood out there, man. We got, like, all of it going on. Yeah. <laughs> when I went to training, I was pretty lucky. I kind of had Kyle O to myself most of the time because I was out there in the wintertime and not a lot of people there. So you trained and, with uh, Kyle? Yeah, yeah. How, how'd you like his and school? It, it, was, it was perfect for me. Awesome. Um, Heard nothing but awesome things about Kyle and his school. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he's he's real individualist because, uh, you know, if you want, he'll give you the, all the information that you need about everything. And you can take away from that whatever you want. But uh, as far as techniques and flying and all that stuff, I mean, there's nothing he doesn't know. And he is more than happy to spend all the time that it takes. It's almost I mean, it's individual training. That's how he does it. That's awesome. But yeah, the, the, the important thing that I learned from Kyle, <laughs> and it, it, it's turned out to be true, that you got to be real careful about becoming overconfident. Yep. And <clears throat> when I hear folks talking about the SIV, and, and you know, and, and, and I have not been to one, but I fly an SIV almost every time I take off. I fly from a terrible area. <laughs> you were talking about 50% collapses. I get them regularly on takeoff, okay? <laughs> I think you said that last time that you were on here, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so <clears throat> I've actually had some pretty strange things happen, and I don't know if just because I'm unlucky, but uh, at any rate, some of these things are my own fault, for instance – I just put a new prop on because I know not to take off after the helicopter, but I did it anyway. Oh my goodness. Okay. You know, so, and I, you get away with it about three times out of four, but the fourth time you don't. What happened and on that fourth time? Just you got expensive. Oh yeah. I got expensive. I got about six feet off the air and just flat dropped. I mean, oh, just my goodness. not a glide in just a drop, you know, but, uh, what I was going to say was, is when I was training with Kyle, I was out there with him by myself one day, and it, the weather was terrible. And uh, I went up, and it was only, I don't know, third or fourth flight, something like that. And I went up, and it was, my ass was above my head half the time. And uh, <laughs> I had decided that I was not going to give in. I was just flying laps with Kyle in my ear and about the ninth time around I said because hey, it kept getting worse I said well I've had enough I'm gonna give I'm coming down and just as I decided I was going to do that Kyle said it's getting way too bumpy up there you better bring it in so I didn't have to admit defeat <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> but when I got on the ground I realized Kyle knew what I was flying in okay I, I was new I didn't know I wasn't in any danger with the wing I had and all that stuff, but I didn't know that. And, uh, but he did. And, 
and it was kind of nice to have somebody watching you, you know, <coughs> and uh, he There's, does that for, for everybody, you know. What kind of wing do you have? I fly a Universal 1.1. Does is that one you is that one does that normally take collapses like you fly in? I mean, does it normally is is this no. a wing that normally collapses or it's pretty solid? No, it's a solid wing. So when you take where, collapses, where I fly from is just Rotor City. There are several pilots here in this town that are very very good pilots, and they won't fly out of there. And but it's right here by the house, and I use it. Um, I say they won't. If if it's nil wind, they will. But if there's, it's just one of those situations where if there's a four mile an hour wind, you've got bad rotor. Gotcha. And, yeah. We got some but, places like that over here, like over at Pinnacle Mountain and uh, another place over at Two Rivers. Uh, those are the places mm -hmm. that, if you if you can fly in rotor, it's a great place to. Uh, it's a great LZ. But if you're brand new, you don't want to. You you'll just yeah. be tossed around and never want to fly again and and they've posted that on our local you know stuff that we have here new pilots should not use this airport that i use but back to your point about uh, pinnacle mountain this is huntsville alabama and people don't think of it as being mountainous here but it is and because we're right at the tail end of the appalachians and when you get in the air it's mountains everywhere and if you want to get adventurous, all you got to do is tuck yourself close to one of them and you'll go for a completely different ride than you will if you're staying clear of them. And yep. you get a lot of practice flying between mountains. I mean, it's, it's varied every day. It's, it's a new adventure. But John, does, uh, does Kylo offer any um, advanced training after class? No, not that I'm, no, he doesn't. He just, I was uh, just curious. He, he's, I mean, he's well, extremely knowledgeable guy. Well, the, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing about Kyle. When, when you go to school at Kyle's, I don't know if any of you have been, have flown over at Kyle's. Not but, yet, but I want to. Well, here's the thing <laughs> about it. Every, if it's a good flying day, expect Cars lined up everywhere, okay? Because he has students come back from all over the country every day. So he'll have three or maybe four students out there on the field learning how to fly. There might be 20 people out there flying that are Kylo, you know, students, past students that are just out there playing and helping and, you know, the whole show. And it's always like that. It is a circus at Kyle's. It is a blast. You talk about fly-ins. Kyle has a fly-in every day. Because <laughs> they love Kyle. He, yeah, they do. He's a very personal person. And, oh, yeah. yeah he's, he's been on Robert's shows, you know, several times. And anytime he comes on there, yeah, it just like everybody just gravitates to him. So I can see was, why. He, yeah. He was actually on our show, um, one of the one of the first people in the first uh, one of the first ten episodes of right. our show. Yeah, right. He is a very unique human being. Yeah, we love. He's him. awesome. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. Awesome. Well, guys, it's uh, nine thirty. We're going to continue after this, but we're going to go ahead and shut down the live stream. But uh, anybody that's on here, we're going to continue to chat. But we want to say thank you very much to everybody that uh, was on here.
Uh, we appreciate you guys. We appreciate you listening in. If you want to listen to us, you can always go to www.paratalk.org. If you want to watch our cute mugs, which is what you're watching right now on Zoom and uh, YouTube, you just go to clearproptv.com. Now, Linda, um, what, tell us a little bit about Robert Michaels and his show. Well, tomorrow night, he's going to be a guest on Paramotor Nation. I'm super excited about that. And Robert Michaels is paraglidingtalk.com on Thursday night. So, Mr. Jack Wallace, you got to come hang with us. It's an awesome show. Mama knows. That's my thing. Mama knows. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be so much fun. I, I haven't seen any pom-poms. She was here. She was she was pom poming this morning, I, or at the beginning of the show. I was. I was late. I was taking care of my oh, wife. Okay, this is for you, Shaney. Are you ready? Yeah. Shaney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank. This is my old school um, pom poms when when I uh, when I you know back when you could like actually go to a football game you know. Remember back, way back when? Way back, uh, way back before this year. The Cardinals, yeah, the Arizona Cardinals kind of I thing. Just, I just saw a meme for a Back to the Future meme. It said, um, um, Marty, please never go to the year 2020. Oh, yeah, I know. Right? Uh, That's cute. Hey, uh, I love any, anybody in the chat going to uh, North Carolina, Vail, North Carolina, for the flight if you got it? How many I people are watching? I only see yeah. like two people. <laughs> We have, we have five people that are on here. How many people are actually watching? Jack, John, I'm you guys watching. going to the... <laughs> no, I'm not no. going. I'm still moving. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's a whole... That, that's going to be... I'm going Saturday. I'll be there probably about noon Saturday. And uh, we won't be leaving until the following Sunday. So... Well, I'm guessing that's mountain flying you're about to do. Um, I don't know. I did uh, the foothills of Ohio, right there on the Ohio River in in uh, Kentucky. There, I don't know. I'm from Florida, so anything over an ant hill is is a mountain to me. But they were calling them foothills. They were they were 500 feet or better. Um, yeah, you're only you're only 60 miles from Asheville, North Carolina, right at the top of the mountains there. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I uh, <laughs> I had so much fun in Ohio. It was so beautiful. Um, I, I can't wait. It, it's I love flying the beach. I love seeing sharks, sea turtles, manta rays, whatever. But but, dude, that mountain flying was just it was. <laughs> it's a whole different sight. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, well, I'm going to I'm going to kill the uh, our online stream. So thank you very much for watching, guys. We appreciate it. You guys here don't go nowhere. We're going to continue. We're oh. just going to kill the live stream. So y'all, thank you for watching. Subscribe if you haven't, and we'll catch you next week on paratalk.org or clearproptv.com. Catch you later. Peace. TV. That's right. All Thank right. You. That was Man, so awesome. How do you keep track of all that stuff, PG Grandpa? Well, just, thank God we just have two dot coms. You got this, you got the chat, you got this, you got that, you got that, you got, 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 you got,
That's that's why that's why um, from now on Brian's going to be the the chat guy. Oh yeah. No, that's, <laughs> because, that's a good idea. I try I try keeping up. I try keeping up with the chat. It sometimes I get you know distracted or whatever, but yeah, Brian Brian seems to do pretty well with that. Yeah, he likes to do that. I mean, everybody has to have something, you know, Shane is our comic relief. So, I mean, we can't have him do anything other than do that. Clearly I'm comic relief. Have you seen me fly? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm the cheerleader. There you, you go. Are. Yeah. And then my I, dog, have, my dog, I have a saying. The tech guy. My dog kills the show sometimes. I have a saying. Hi. If you can't make fun of yourself, you can't make fun of others. So I make fun of myself all the time. You know, if you, stop, you stop laughing at yourself, then you might as well just forget about everything. That's how I look at it. So. Exactly. You know, I, I flew over at uh, Mount Ida, Arkansas, a few months back. That's some pretty fine over there. Haven't flown over that nope. way yet. Yeah. I, got I like to hit Colorado. That'd be pretty awesome. Oh. I got two sons out there. So how'd you fly over here in Arkansas? Uh, my daughter lives out there. Oh, whereabouts? In Mount Ida? Mount Ida, Mount okay. Ida yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, if you ever get out this way and you want to fly around Pinnacle or, or you know, Conway or Little Rock, just let me know. I'd know a lot of LZs. Yeah, yeah. I, I My uh, mother-in-law out there has a, a farm and they got some huge fields out there, but I, they are way out in the sticks. I'm talking about three miles on a road you need a four-wheel drive for. But, uh, oh, it was pretty out there. And I caused a ruckus, too, because there was a lot of people live out there that you can't see their houses. They're under the trees. But apparently, I started a, a Facebook controversy of a, some UFO flying around out there. <laughs> 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 she sent me a, a thing to look. And I mean, that, that, like four pages of, did you see that thing flying in the sky? <laughs> that is so funny, John. Way you, you're going to hold that out, but you're going to hold that story until now. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I'll look it up and and send it sometime so we can look at it. It's pretty funny. They have pictures hilarious. of me. Everybody snapping pictures and posting them. You know what is that thing? <laughs> oh, that was the that was the other thing. Um, in that flying in Ohio. I mean, these people came from nowhere. They, I mean. There was no cars other than the people that were that were there to do the flying. All of a sudden, there were cars parked everywhere, just watching all the pilots. And we would fly. I think we flew over twelve or thirteen miles away from the from where we took off, and just had people standing on their porches, just waving. They couldn't get enough of us. Um, oh, I actually had a uh, I had a strange noise. Um, during one of my flights come from a motor. So I landed in these people's front yard who thought that was the greatest thing that ever happened to them. <laughs> I think there was a yeah. family reunion and all 25 people came out with their cameras on or their phones on. Are you okay? Are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. Everything's fine. I just had a strange noise. Come to find out my, uh, my, my pull string didn't go all the way back and it was sitting on my shoulder as I rotated it pulled the pull start just enough to get the dog and ears. The, to come and out. the teeth were grinding. Yeah. It went, it went, and I was like, what was that? So I killed the motor. 
I swooped in, went over to power lines, dropped in. It was either go over to power lines, which I knew I had the altitude, <clears throat> or land in the cow pasture. And I'd rather take the, the over to power lines and into the field or the people's front yard. And uh, I figured out what it was and uh, set up and launched from their front yard. And they, they could not get enough of that. That's so cool. You know, I never knew about that. Do you have it on film? Yep, everything's on film. I just can't film. upload it because I don't know how. Film. See how old we are? We say film. I need. Yeah. I'm doing that. It's not I film. Know. It's video. Oh my god. I say like record. Sean, I have it on video. I just don't know how to upload it to whatever. Well, talk to talk to JP. He knows all that stuff. Yeah, I need. I need. I need. I need uh, Nobody can do it. Sounds see, like it's I, corrupted. No, it's not corrupted. So it needs to be converted um, to a H.256, which I did. And it still does not want to accept Why it. Why so, do you need to co convert it? What, what, was it what was it originally? Um, whatever iPhone is. Whatever the format for iPhone is. So I'm using... Um, hold on real quick. It's... Filma 9 or something? What is it called? Uh, I'm hold on, hold on. What were you hold. trying to upload to? That's what I, it's called Wondershare uh, Filmora 9. Filmora 9. It's a new thing that my IT buddy that doesn't have time for me, that, but I spent five days cooking and cleaning for him, but uh, he, he doesn't have any time to... Uh, help me out with this computer thing well, I, I, I mean I, first of all shane i don't understand if it was on your phone you could should be able to upload it from your phone directly to youtube no i have to I do edit that all it. the time hold on i have to edit it and everything i have on hours oh you're talking okay. about hours worth of footage i see all right so i uploaded everything to the laptop or to the desktop Mac? To save space, no, it, no, Windows? it's a Dell. It's a Windows, yes, Windows. Okay. So <clears throat> once I uploaded, then Brian came over and he's like, "Oh, here, we've we've got this new um, editing software." 